We're a family. Hello, everybody. Family. Everybody has seen those Fast and the Furious memes because they're stupid and funny. Hello, we're back. Embers of Autumn, episode 14. No Sam again this week. I think Sam is back next Thursday. So n- not next week either. Perhaps. Hot burp. Um, all right, so... Some announcements before we begin. Color of Change, as always, is our charity of choice. You can find all the donation links and our VODs and all that kind of stuff in chat. Everywhere! Donate if you can. It's a really great charity. Um, we have a Patreon. $3 tier or more gets you supplemental content for your D&D campaigns every month. July's is going to be like a, a late, two weeks late, because I just got back from vacation, so I didn't work on anything. I didn't do anything. I got drunk and went swimming every day. Why they call it vacation. Exactly. So that'll be hopefully next week. And it's probably just going to be like a collection of homebrew monsters that I've made for the various campaigns that I've ran on the channel. So, free monsters. Ah, scary monsters. That was a good show. Um, Tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, our follow-up Thursday campaign starts. What's it called? Never Ending Dream. Shadowfell campaign. Come on out. Um, no ETAs on the Ravenloft reboot or the next Sunday afternoon campaign. Also, if you've been listening to our podcast, thank you so much. Because, oh, uh, man, what a nice surprise to come home to after my vacation. With 600... It went up more since I last checked. <clears throat> 622 unique listeners. So thank you uh, so much. Especially for the 628 awesome. downloads over the course of seven days. So thanks. Um, yeah. You can find our <clears throat> podcast. This game and the game before and Wednesday are the only ones that go on the podcast. Because if I did every single game on the channel, I would get burnt out so quickly. So it's just these two. Uh, anyone else want to sling some goods? Well, you know, you know I'm going to kick it to Kate. That's right. You know I'm going to kick it to Kate because Kate has an Etsy store. And I'm stalling. I do. But, okay, the nearest thing I have right now is I have these little octopus keychains that are currently in uh, rainbow pastel. They're really cute. You can put them on your keychain. And I also make a bunch of other stuff. And you can check out my Etsy shop at etsy.com slash US. Back to you, Justin. Hello. Last we left off. I fucking hate this party name. The Faust and the Furious. You know you love it. <laughs> Regular campaign, one quarter mile at a time. This hurts. Um, decided to take a little trip to Swamp Peak Village after hearing that a dragon was terrorizing Ven's area of the of this country, this region. Totally not because Sam's not going to be here for a few weeks. So, before that, though, y'all bought an animal, a pet, a beast of burden, an, a, an ox of sorts called an aurochs named Derbule. 
He's not just a pet. He's family. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait for the TPK tonight. Um, so you got this guy, and you decided to go, hey, Dax has been holding on to some secrets, sort of, about this... I don't know what you could possibly be talking about. About this underdark thing going on, and a bunch of merchants being found murdered in the Forlorn Forest. So you all hit there. But before you did, you picked up a Wayfarer's Guild contract to check out the lighthouse in the area, because, hey, we're going to be there anyway. Let's go take care of that lighthouse that's been decommissioned for 2,000 years. Why not? So... You took a trip into the Forlorn Forest, and it's a nice forest. It's got poison mist hanging in the air. It's dark. It's creepy. It's gross. And after setting up camp, your first night in the forest, you were all attacked by a shambling mound. They got absolutely annihilated. And as the shambling mound was destroyed, you all slept. Woke up at four in the morning and set back on the road again. And that's where we're going to pick up. Back on the road! On the road again. Jesus could be on the road again. I'm done the recap now. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so you're saying without Sam, we don't got Ven, we just got family? Uh, somebody roll me, th somebody roll three. Uh, three of you roll a d twenty. I got one. I'll do one. Okay. <laughs> nice. Two. Two. It's hot. No, just normal weather for the season. Uh, mine was a nine. Okay. Hail. Or, I mean, normal temperature for the first one. This is hail. <laughs> the hail does get through the canopy. It's not like rain that kind of just... This is hail. But it's like a fine dusting when it comes gets through the canopy. This has been, like, beat up so much. So, yeah, just a little bit, little pieces of hail just going ting, 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 ting. Uh, and then one more d20, please. Dags? Got it with my Chonkosaurus 15. 15. Normal wind. Alright. You're on the road. Derbule is just pulling the cart along, or the wagon. Uh, I actually got the complete statistics for Derbule. So, all of you, I pinned those last week. Derbule's can travel. Yeah, Derbule's got a lot. Derbule can do a lot. So, yeah, you're getting pulled along the road. Uh, and, I... uh. Boom, boom, boom. Y'all got about. We look at my notes here. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. That's one of my favorite things you do, Justin. Uh, you got about 45 miles left to go to Swamp Peak Village by Aurochs. That's nine hours. So you can travel for eight and then rest your Aurochs, or you can just push the extra hour. Can we um, actually, can we go eight and then just walk the Aurochs an hour? Or he, he, was, he would still, he would still, the Aurochs would still have to do 
an exhaustion check because he'd still be traveling the additional hour. Yeah. Well, I would cast Guidance on Derbule because he is a creature. Because we're just going to skip this road travel because you've already had one encounter and I don't want to do another one right now. Um, I think Kenna's also driving the cart. Okay. So we'll just do a nine-hour time skip. That's all right with everybody. Unless we wanted to chat about things or before we got to town. No? Yes, no. anything that you wanted to say, Kenna? I was just opening it up to the group. It was a really awkward silence, except for, you know, the occasional bird. Um, man, that shambling mound was cool. It's, it's, Why it, was it resistant to cold and fire? But this is speaking acorn? Is this it's, an acorn? Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the voice coming? Oh, Ven. Sorry. Yes, I'm here. Hello. Oh. I've been told I look like an acorn. I'm sorry, I was startled by your sudden voice. It is good to have you. Yes, why was it resistant? It was not resistant to um, sharp, angry thrusts by my blade into its... Relax. <laughs> into its mm, leafy parts. Okay, maybe this. Maybe I need to alert. Maybe I should get a tape recorder and I should uh, play what I say into it, and I will listen back and see if it's okay. if into its bushy regions. You mean? Oh yes, very right into the bush, right deep into its bush. I was bush whacking. Yes, I whacked it. I whacked it in its bush. <laughs> I whacked its bush right off. Oh man! You sure? Into the free serotonin, Caleb. Anybody, if you are having trouble with any of your bushes, I will help you whack them. I will, um, I will, I will <laughs> whack them until the bush is dead. And it is, if it's trying to, it was trying to swallow Dax, so I, I, I wanted to save Dax, so I gave it wax all day. Good. Yeah, great job, Coin. You did a great job. Um, <sighs> yeah, I'll be sure to tell him. Uh, Nurbule says uh, he thanks you for uh, defending him in his time of need. <laughs> um, is there could like could Kenna make a like a nature survival check to see to try to figure out why that shambling mound was resistant to certain magics? Nah. No. Cool. <laughs> wouldn't be wouldn't be able to, yeah wouldn't be able to figure it out that way. Cool, 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 cool. Moving along. All right. Like the Muppets. All right. Good. I guess when it, the one p.m. reaches that when the when one p.m. happens. Con save for Derbule. We're traveling an extra hour. Uh, that's only. DC's only going to be a ten anyway because it's only one hour. That's a fifteen plus four. <laughs> big beefy ox um eventually as you're going on the road you the forest 
kind of gets a little more uh, a boggy, <laughs> B-O-G-G-Y. Um, and you find yourselves in a swamp-surrounded village, kind of like a port town. Um, and you can tell that ships, there aren't a lot of ships docked here. And you would imagine there should be, but there isn't. Still very much in the forest. You're still, you know, inside the forest. But there's like a little bit, they cut some tiny little docks. Some little wooden buildings. Uh, it looks very much like a creepy port town. Um, there's like a dense fog kind of floating in the air, like at all times, basically. Which the few of you who have been here before know that. Which would be basically the only Druck and Dax that have kind of maybe stopped through here briefly. Um... It is 85% rat folk, so it is mostly humanoid rats walking around, basically Skaven from Warhammer just walking around, and a little bit of, like, people, humans, just milling about, and they see you all go pull in with this big ol' ox, uh, and one of the guards, um, kind of, doesn't look like a crown's guard, it's a, it's a, it's a, a rat humanoid, kind of like a black rat with red eyes, kind of in like leathers with like a short sword and a crossbow on the back and they go well what can I do for you not the voice I wanted but hello uh, good good afternoon we are the Faust and the Furious from the Wayfarers Guild we have uh, come here to investigate um, the job request from uh, your town Oh, no, this isn't... No, Shoot. our town is the one who put it out. Great. I'm getting my maps confused. Uh, okay. You cast the map over. We're in the right spot, right? Chuck holds up a thing and is just like, yes, we're right here. Great. Thank you. I got a little turned around. Um, feels like we've been gone a week. <laughs> um, so, yes, we are the Faust and the Furious. We're here to investigate... Um. The uh, lighthouse in the forest. Oh, you're gonna go look at the lighthouse, eh? Uh, yes, we are, ma'am. All right, well, <laughs> um, and they're just like leaning on their on their withered stat or staff of withering, like, yes, we are, ma'am. All right, well, um, you just gotta keep following the road to the east, and you'll find it. It's about. Uh, it looks at the uh, derbule who's just kind of like chewing on grass. Um, your beast of burden won't be able to handle the path up to the lighthouse. Uh, it's only a ten mile walk. Or no. Hold on. I said hold on, everybody. We're holding on! Um, it takes, it's about a three and a half hour trip by foot. Um, but, uh, we can look after your beast here in the, uh, stables. One gold piece a day. The road up to the lighthouse, this little guy can't, uh, wouldn't be able to traverse it safely. Right. Um, also, we've heard tale that there have been some attacks to merchants in this area. You know anything about that? Uh, creatures from not under... Per not personally, but I heard about it. You know anyone we could talk to about that? Possibly... You'd have to go to Coral Cove. They kind of helmed the investigation, because since you know it's an Underdark kind of thing, apparently. Well, what if we, uh... Is there, like, someone we can contact? Because we've been in 
you know, loose conversation with people back in uh, Coral Cove. We have a liaison of sorts. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Guidance? Mm, no. I, I can't do it all myself? You can, but they're probably going to be like, what are you doing? What? Okay. Persuasion is a plus one, guys. <laughs> 18. Um... We could try to organize a meeting with the uh, moon dwellers who lead this, who like control the settlement. But they handed everything over to the illithid that came over to investigate the incident uh, about a day ago. Which illithid? I don't know. Let's back up. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know what their names were. Then doesn't that that name doesn't sound familiar? Uh, well. Do you know where they might be staying in town? They went, back, they, they went back to Coral Cove, so they're not here. Right. Stay focused on one thing at a time. Yeah, if we're here anyway, we may as well go to the lighthouse. Um, the light, there is a Wayfarers Guild here in Swamp Peak. If you, when you're done the job, you can hand it in there, I suppose. Excellent. Thank you for the information. You're welcome. Um, where would the Wayfarers Guild be in town? Can you point us in the direction? Points to the building, literally about two buildings down. Appreciate it. It's like ramshackle hut. Um, yeah. You see, like you can see, like people walk in and out. Not a lot of adventuring types, just people like walking in and then walking out. Dax is gonna head over there. Okay. Mm. I, uh, Coin would uh, join them. And, uh, Dax, Silva, Silva, are you, is there something we should be concerned about with uh, the goings-on of the Underdark? <laughs> Concerned, I don't think is the right word, but Vigilant, maybe. Mm. There are some rumblings that are happening. I am just more curious to see which illithid came. Oh. Are you? Do you know a lot of the illithids, or do you? Are you? I know that you had uh, that you are very close with Thranizart. Uh, Thranizart, yes, coin. If I don't know them, Thranazard most likely does. Mm. Okay, well. We are on our way to the Wayfarer's Guild, so they should be able to uh, give us perhaps some more insight to the lighthouse and maybe even some information on your... on the illicit would come insisted. I was waiting for a package from oh. Thranazart. I don't know if it's arrived, hence why I'm hoping to check to see if they got any mail. Hmm. I will take W to the stables. I'll come with you, Drock. 
Uh, Druck, do you need to... Here, you can take and like, give Druck uh, <clears throat> a gold coin. I, I will pay for the, the night of lodging for Capule. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and he'll just... Come here, Capule. And he'll, like... He'll guide him standing next to him next okay. to he'll walk next to him as opposed to like driving him okay you can get to the stable um mostly just horses stabled here some pigs mostly and also like mostly livestock you probably eat yeah druck uh druck is gonna kind of he's he didn't want to go into the um the Wayfarer's Guild here. Okay. Where I said there are probably one too many, like, guiding missions that he did that didn't pan out. So he's okay. a little, he's a little uh, hesitant to go in. All right. You get to the stable. He's gonna drop him off and. Okay. Well, you walk inside. Wait outside. Oh, okay. Uh, and you see a 70-year-old-ish human man with short, braided, uh, graying hair, silky brown skin, about five foot eight, an edgy, very symmetrical face. And he's like fidgeting with himself. He's like, oh, hello. Um, that is a big animal. Yes, can you lodge them? Uh, how long? Uh... Maybe a day or two. Uh, two days, two gold pieces. If it's less than that, I'll give you whatever is owed. All right. And he'll give him two gold pieces. Okay. He come here, and he kind of like pats the pats Jibule on the face, and needs Jibule into one of the pens, and is like, "I'll feed your animal as well, and everything is sort of in that payment." Oh. Uh. Are you good to uh, store the cart as well? Of course, of course. And he just and drags it all by himself. Whoa! <laughs> and uh, he's like, "All right, uh, yeah, uh, I'll look after your friend here, and everything will be a okay." Thank you. And then. Uh. And then Druck's just going to wait outside the Wayfarer's Guild. Okay. So everybody else, I guess, walks into the Wayfarer's Guild. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh man, oh man, hold on. Notes. Notes. Oh my god, the leader of this one's dead on the ground. No. Um, you see a albino kenku. Uh, bright, vibrant, white feathers pink eyes, wearing like an abundant of like black leathers and a long black cloak. Strapped to their back is this like big wooden like pole almost, like a quarterstaff. But at the end of the quarterstaff is like a rusted hook, like a deadly looking hook. And it's like, hello! Uh, hello, we are the uh, Faust and the Furious. We came straight from uh, the, uh, the guild up in Belgrove. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of you. Wonderful. Um, may I ask your name, sir, for my notes? Uh, they, them. Uh, trying to think of the correct title off, uh, uh, of course, my apologies. Um, may I ask for your name? Brash. Brash. Alright, thank you. Um, Brash? Yes. Can you point us in the right direction of anyone to contact for the, uh, the lighthouse in the forest job? Great. Anything else we should know before we head to the lighthouse? Lighthouse? Decommissioned for 2,000 years. No one's been inside since that time. The people who have gone to investigate have gone missing. So there's no records of what might be inside the lighthouse? A lighthouse lamp. All right. All right. Any other questions from the group? And they just look around. Ah, <laughs> uh, there was mentionings that there were some merchants' attacks around in the forests around here. Do you have any information about that? I do not. Not my sort of business. No one has made a contract. I thought I would ask. And a follow-up question. Is there any mail for a Dax? Runs into the back. Five minutes later, comes back. Not that I can see. Interesting. All right. Do you... Uh, Dax is gonna go into their bag mm -hmm. because they know with the Wayfarers Guild it's like instant they'll get the letter mm -hmm. and they're gonna take out a piece of paper and they're literally gonna write like, Thranazars like comma I'm in Swampkeep Village Swampkeep Village Swamp Peak yeah um there was there was an illithid here no one knows their names. Can you give me any more information? We are looking at a job at the moment. Dax. P.S. No sending stone yet. Okay. Brash and, takes, Brash takes yeah. the letter. And it disappears. Appreciated, my good person. You are welcome. Can I assist further? Okay. I believe that's uh, all for us, uh, right? Coin and Ven and Dax. Oh, yes. That is all for me. All right. I guess we should try to uh, find our way to this lighthouse, unless we all think we should find a room or just head straight there it's well it is only 1 p.m 
And we the guard to... did say it would take three hours to get there. Well, we've also been walking for nine hours already. Only Dirpule has. None of you are going to get travel exhaustion. <laughs> we've been up since 4 a.m., my, my yeah, sir. You don't get exhaustion until 24 Says hours. Says the one chucking a monster. <laughs> you don't get exhaustion until 24 hours. You only okay. get exhaustion if you've traveled for eight hours or, or more than eight hours. Yeah. Walked. Okay. So y'all are totally fine. Dirpule's the only one who needs a nap. <gasps> I forgot my iced coffee. He's getting um, an earned nap. Yes, he is. All right. Good. Bye. Goodbye. <clears throat> and they go back to like sorting through the contracts. All right. Good job, Justin. That was awesome. Kenku. Kenkus yeah. are hard. Yeah. You all walk outside, and you see Druk standing outside. Oh wait, Ven was with Druk. You see Ven and Druk. How did it go? What a lovely person. Inside. Is uh can I is that how it normally goes when you get new contracts? Uh, um and well it's not a new con I, we did get it in Belgrove, but um I mean is that usually we usually get a little bit more information to start with. Uh the lack of information is what's catching me up. Yeah, so what do we do? Just walk up to the lighthouse that said that there were bodies coming ashore. What, doesn't that mean that it was happening off the coast? Uh, that was uh, the other rumors we had heard. Was it not? Uh, Am yeah. I, I may be confusing just, just so everybody can remember, when you guys were given the contract, it was said that the light has been been out of commission for two thousand years, and the mm -hmm. coast around the forest had become a hub for shipwrecks, and people yeah, have been okay. washing up on the shores. Yeah, people have been washing up on the shores. Yeah, shipwrecks. Oh, shores. The lack of a lighthouse. Correct. Oh, so this is over an extended yes. period of time. So this contract has been around for a, a while. very long time. Oh, cool. Alright, that's that's the context oh. needed. Awesome. We just need to get it up and running. It sounds uh, simple enough, although there's probably something there keeping the lighthouse from getting relit. Or maybe there is a lack of things there from keeping the lighthouse lit? Uh, is there maybe... Do we need to bring supplies well, most lighthouses are lit with oil, so if any of us has oil on our persons, we should be totally good to go. I have oil. There we go! I have candles, and I have incense. I also have some oil, so uh, that'll be useful. There we go. Well, we should get going. Uh paid for the parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> the park Derbule. Yep. <laughs> We're on a meter. <laughs> We've got two days. So yeah, on the map, since it's only ten miles away, the lighthouse, which is like you can do in like three, mi uh, three hours, that is just one hex away from where you are currently. Wonderful. Yeah. 
Alright, I will lead. Alright, go ahead, Druck. I think we should stick to the road for sure. I'm putting oh. all of my faith in you, Druck. Me, uh, me as well. It's all on you, bud. When Ven says that, Dax just kind of leans over to him and just goes, Oh, so I guess no more faith in our mathmen? And just kind of like... My like, controlling like a, brain isn't here, so I cannot answer I, that I, question. I, as, as a joke, and then she just kind of yeah. gives like, you know, like one of those like joking, like dude, kind of like a, a. Yeah, he, he casts power would kill on you. Wow. Hey! <laughs> I don't feel so good, then... Mr. Stark. <laughs> so to get a little bit of context before I roleplay this, we, there's just a road to the, to well, the Well, it's just the Eastern uh, road. You gotta lighthouse? follow, you just gotta follow the Eastern road. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Jerry. Like, oh, there's a road. <laughs> yeah. And he's just sheepishly walking in front of everyone. <laughs> right. There's like people just milling around. Uh, the population of this place is about 2,000 some odd people. It's a small little town. Fog everywhere coming in from like the ocean. Because you're right on the ocean, so you can just kind of smell like the ocean air. And mixing in with like the bog kind of in the area. So it's making this weird, like cold, meaning warm temperatures, creating this just like persistent fog at all times. Um, Super humid. It's real humid here. Yeah. It's real gross. Um, but yes, winding along the eastern roads of the forest, um, you can see what appears to be a lighthouse jutting out above the canopy. Um, this is, we're doing a time skip, obviously. Um, you can see what appears to be a lighthouse jutting out above the canopy and nestled along the edge of a cliff overlooking the ocean. You can smell the ocean air as it wafts into the forest. Uh, and in this portion of the forest specifically, the vegetation seems to be in a healthier state. Um, but the oppressiveness of the forest and that miasma still lingers in parts as well. So you can still see like, just like how oppressive the forest is in, in, from its like canopy and just from how dense it is and the miasma. You can still see it kind of drifting in places. Um, after about an hour and a half into the three hours, or near the end of three hours, the road eventually brings you to a path ascending up the cliff face um, on what was once a well-maintained footpath, probably for the lighthouse keeper, but has been neglected for the 2,000 years the lighthouse has been out of commission. So there's a path of weeds, and you can see that the remnants of the path kind of kind of like up the mountain, like kind of fishtailing up the mountain, or the cliff face, not a mountain. The cliff is about like, it's about like a 600 foot incline. Incline. Uh. As we've been traveling here, I've been thinking, uh, this has not been fixed for thousands of years. So, if, if things look bad, we should not, uh, hesitate to run away. Alright. I mean, there's people dying in shipwrecks um, yes. probably oh, right we are not yeah. the uh, we are not the first to try this well uh, Brash did say that those who came before never returned um, but we've, we've got grown fairly competent in our time together um, 
I mean, we took down a living house and a um, uh, a giant stone monster and um, a giant weed monster. Um, and again, so, let's just not discount how you actually had a positive human interaction at the beginning of this whole thing, a person-to-person communication that went swimmingly well. Yeah. Uh, you nailed it. Did I? I mean, it felt really. <laughs> that whole conversation, I was just like anxiety. Um, just trying not to, uh, you know, fuck up. Um, you didn't. I say you should ride the lightning more. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm I don't really have any uh, lightning spell. I do have a thunder spell though. Oh, I'm just saying, you know, you you know, you 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 channel up that anxiety pony, grab onto its mane, and ride it all the way, right? Right? Does that you, you be will have? I'd there's a, there's a reason these good berries that I make have 400 milligrams of caffeine in them. Oh, ah! so good. There's a high test stuff. They're good berries. Did you cast it today? <laughs> Probably. They're very good. Ah! Oh fuck! You'll look up on a branch, kind of perched there is a tree, or not a tree, is a bird, <laughs> but it's not a bird. Wait, is it? It's a bird with kind of like a humanoid face and a beak, and it's like this tall, and it's just screaming, just. Ah! Can can we try to identify it? Truck's got it in its sight. In, uh, in its sights. None of you have really seen this kind of thing before. It's just a weird little bird, and then it just kind of flies off. Alright. That was weird. What was that? Uh, I don't know. Perhaps I should shoot the next one. Perhaps. Let's just keep going. Easier to learn from dead things. Hmm. But we also, I, if I am not mistaken, I, I think, I, what, uh, Kenna, you can speak with animals? Very specifically animals. Uh, they've got to be bestial creatures. Uh, and that was... Uh, it seemed more monstrous than bestial. Mm. Uh, but wasn't too sure and then it probably would have taken me 10 or so minutes to find out for sure <laughs> it flies away oh dang it dang it <laughs> three minutes into sp- casting speak with animals <laughs> um Debatably, it would be worse if you're like nine minutes into casting speak with animals. I, uh, uh. Nine minutes and 59 seconds. <laughs> but I. Oh, oh. Come back! Shoots it. Ah, speak with dead time. Alright, so we are going. We are going up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have. Since we're going up this uh, path to the lighthouse. Have the trees waned away at this point, or are they all the way up? All the way to up the too. lighthouse. It's like a it's a forested cliff edge. Okay, so we couldn't actually. I mean, was there enough breaks in the trees to know how where the lighthouse was and that yeah, it was you saw getting it. closer? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
Awesome. Thank you. Tall structure. All right, fool. Up we go. Up we go. And there are, it's, it's, there's like steps that have been like carved from like stone and wood. They're just really covered in weeds. Um, yeah, you start the ascent. Uh, the path is definitely overgrown with weeds and other vegetation, making the ascent walk slightly difficult. But after some time, I'll say next for like half an hour, just because of how like complicated it is to like move around. You don't want to like take one wrong step and whoa. Um, yeah, very much hot rod. The scene from Hot Rod where he hits the log. Anyways, um, you arrive at the top of the cliff, and before you sits an abandoned lighthouse. Trees all around still. Uh, the lighthouse itself is surprisingly intact. And stands a good 250 feet tall. And I googled lighthouse height. There's more. There's some that are way taller than that. Uh, it is made of a dull gray stone, and the glass windows at the top, where the light should be shining out of, have been all blacked out. Uh, around the base of the lighthouse is a tall, is tall grass fused with weeds that seem withered and decaying, and a small sign has been nailed to the surprisingly intact wooden door written in draconic and a good chunk of trees around the lighthouse also seem to be withered and blackened uh, and the cliff is sheer and drops about 600 feet into the ocean uh, and yeah uh, what does the sign say in draconic uh, the sign says no people allowed we live here now uh, also drucken dax um in the tree line, about or in the trees, about one hundred feet behind the lighthouse is a small graveyard. You two have the highest passive perceptions, uh, so yeah, there's a little bit of a graveyard kind of nestled in the trees behind the lighthouse. And yes, coin. You read the sign. It says, "No people allowed. We live here now." <clears throat> it would seem that uh, there are currently occupants inside of the lighthouse. Well, that's interesting. What does the sign say, coin? It says, uh, no persons allowed. We live here now. So, there are occupants. So maybe if we knock, someone will answer and we can ask them any questions. Anybody else see anything interesting? Jack, uh, do you... Uh, Jack, like, points towards the back. That looks like... You all can finally see the graveyard at this point. Yes, graveyard. How about we solemnly and respectfully right. go and see what this graveyard has? Uh, okay. Is there... You expecting to find someone you know? No. <laughs> Here lies Thrandis <laughs> Fucking music from Kill Bill starts. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a graveyard. I mean, unless this is a similar graveyard to what we found with the werewolf, uh, I don't see it being important, but perhaps it, you know, perhaps it might actually have My thoughts historical relevance. My thoughts were if 
why wouldn't they just put their bodies out to see if it was the lighthouse masters the graveyard i don't know it just doesn't seem right they to probably me. don't want to have bodies more bodies washing up on the <laughs> <laughs> burn them throw a pyre out onto the ocean eat them no one said that <laughs> uh how many talking so... ones uh, right, so we could look at this graveyard, or we could knock. We could do both, but what do we want to do first? Maybe we should check uh, out the graveyard for clues first? I am with them. Alright, as long as they don't consider it trespassing, whoever they are. Um, I'll, uh, I'll keep a lookout. See if anyone comes out of the lighthouse. So who's all heading to the graveyard and who's... And is Ken the only one staying behind? Well, not really staying behind, but... Who's all going where? Dax, graveyard. Alright, Ven will come too. I, I would, uh... Kenna, if you do not mind, I would, uh... Stay with you and maybe keep an eye on graveyard but maybe we could uh it's funny because coin kind of looks like this in the weeds <laughs> <laughs> actually no did you see the top of a helmet <laughs> into the thick of it i'm so i'm stamping down weeds i am right. stamping and at any point coin if you choose to hide in these weeds you have advantage on your stealth check because again it's just like um down. but they, drug would they hear me jingle probably <laughs> so just raise self check then uh, so drug dax and ven you head over to the graveyard uh nestled in the forest where the trees have withered and blackened the most is a small graveyard there appears to be generations worth of crumbling gravestones but only a few appear to still be intact and are engraved with draconic script Any of you speak Draconic? Uh, no, I believe Coin's the only one. Oh, wait, Ven speaks Draconic. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. All right. Um, this one says, Here lies Klom, pushed off the edge of the cliff for cheating at Dragon Chess. His soul now rests with Korvax. What does that mean? I don't know. He was pushed off the cliff for cheating oh, at chess. Corvax, is that another god? Never heard of it. No one's heard of Corvax. Um, the next one says, Ratchet disobeyed Corvax for the last time, so here he now lies. Alright. Strange. The only other grave I can make out says Doric. Honorably offered to become one with Corvax. Weird. In the distance, can Dax see Coral Cove? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, on the heart. Okay. No. I'm just trying uh, to, like. Coral Cove from here is like 
like the other side of a great lake <laughs> no yeah uh it's like 10 20 30 40 50 60 it's like 60 miles out so you can oh. maybe just see like a blip on the horizon if that probably if not Dax... no nah you wouldn't see, be able to see it from here but dax would know that's that direction yeah to the west yeah actually yeah so you look from the direction of the graveyard and you just see trees you actually can't see in that you just look at the trees Alright, uh, right. uh, anything else? Do we dig them up? No, we don't. No. <laughs> but... uh, Alright. Until we have a to reason this. to dig them up then. Yeah. Only then. Probably right. go back to the other guys, right. tell them everything that we learned. Okay. Corvax. And again, you two have not heard of Corvax either. Uh, I mean, the way they speak about him makes him seem like either a godlike ruler or, at, th at the very least, some sort of previous leader. How, how old were these headstones that you found? How old did they look? Roll a intelligence check. <laughs> okay. Hey, Ben, how old did these Same things... for you, Dax, if you want to... You know what? I'm not smart, but, uh... What'd you get? Twelve. Uh, Ven is like, uh, each one was a little older than the last, uh... I'd say there was generations worth of tombs of graves there. Uh, the three that I could make out, though, maybe a hundred years old? Or less, fifty maybe at the least. Oh, so. Alright. Uh, while Quinn and I were watching the lighthouse, did it seem like there's been any recent activity within the last, like, let's say, year or so? Unable to tell because of the weed growth and everything. Okay. Uh, I'd like to, uh. Maybe like kind of walk around about a quarter of the way and see if there's any, see like just kind of check the structural right. integrity of the building. So if you, so you're, if you're facing the door and you go to the right, mm -hmm. you get uh, after about thirty feet is cliff face. Yep. Cool. So you turn and you go the other way, which is the way that everybody else went, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, just completely structurally intact. Nothing really catching your eye. But I will let you make an intelligent an investigation check. With advantage for reasons unknown. Ooh. Ooh. Um, investigation. All right. Okay. Or. Okay, that is a total of 13. 13. You look at the ground, you see footprints. Kind of old, like dried up and like mud and something. They're like older, like they're maybe like maybe a month or so old. Hmm. And they look very similar to yours. Not like, it's not you, <laughs> but like the shape and like size and orientation of like the toes and... So, uh... They look like cobalt footprints. So, Coin would then like look both ways, make sure no one on his team is looking in under the weeds, take off a boot. Okay. 
that is that he's wearing a couple pairs of socks to fit on correctly. Yeah, no one can really see you anyway because the weeds kind of conceal you. So, so Quinn would roll down the two pairs of thick, thick socks that he has on okay. just to fit these boots on right. Pulls it off and then sizes. Roughly the same size. Yeah, like his 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 are probably just a little bit bigger because he's a little taller than the average kobold. That's right. But yeah, same a little taller. bit. Same shape, same, you know, definitely kobold footprints. Throws the two pairs of thick socks on. Crinkles them down just a bit to get a little bit of relief on those calves. Nice. <clears throat> then, uh, starts uh with that information starts marching back towards uh towards kenna all right everyone's back at the front door just kind of waiting for you to return <clears throat> you find anything yet coin um can i ask you all uh something hmm. is it is a Jesus, uh I'd like to take a quick um, hand up or down, Paul. Um, before you had come to my acquaintance, how often had you seen someone of my stature and demeanor? I don't know, Justin. Give me a second. As I pull up where you are from and remember the kobold populations for those areas. And just as an aside, I don't like using intelligent human races as villains most of the time, so any kobolds people we've come across were just people making, you know, doing their thing. Um, Based on the the sort of coin origin story. Yeah, Yeah, not. Yeah. Uh, Kenna would have seen other kobolds in an undeal city, especially. Especially in like, as I try to remember where you're from. Um, and then when you went to do your stuff in the swamps, you probably would have stumbled across some kobolds. Uh, Dex, not really, but when you went to maybe the... stumbled, yeah, stumbled mostly. Uh, Ven for sure at the academy, and also elsewhere, Druk. Uh, <laughs> stumbled. Stumbled. One or two. Actually, uh, seen, it, but not really interacted with. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, coin would definitely be the first one that Druck had like talked because Druck has Druck's mentioned where they're from, and sort of, and the settlement that Druck is sort of near. Is forty five percent kobold. This is mostly a kobold settlement. Settlement. So Druk is definitely seen, just not really interacted. So everyone has had experience with kobolds. Kenna probably Kenna and Ven probably the most. Okay. I mean, some of our best customers were kobolds. They uh, they had good money. We're willing to pay. Oh, that was, uh, yes, I imagine. I just, uh... Why do you ask? I, I almost, I am right there. I will feed you baby birds, I promise. I, uh, bring it up because... Kenna wild shapes into a sparrow. (laughs) 
Okay, mark off your wild shape actions. <laughs> oh, you can't wild shape into a ship sparrow. You can't wild shape into flying animals oh, yet. Fly. Never mind. You try to wild shape into like a flying bird, and you kind of just wild shape into a chicken by accident. You could, you, you could always wild shape into a kangaroo now. At the oh, you can't wild shape into a chicken either, because for some reason they have a flying speed. <laughs> so never mind. Your wild shape doesn't work. They, they flutter. They don't fly. Okay. They glide. <laughs> I bring it up because I've seen that there is uh, draconic, and just over there, I saw that there are some footprints that are just a just a just a size or two smaller than my own feet, but they have the same print. Well, you are larger than the average kobold. You know, I, I bring this up a lot, and I feel as though if I keep bringing it up, you would doubt me. So I will stop bringing it up. But I just want you to know, for the record, I am the tallest kobold that I have ever seen. So <laughs> it sounds well, like I am bragging, because all of you are incredibly tall compared to me. Just eyes between. <laughs> oh, Corvax. Uh, kobold god. Uh, what is Corvax? That's his name referenced from the uh, from the gravestones. Doesn't ring a bell. I've not heard of a Corvax. Maybe it could be perhaps a lost tome of Bahamut that I am not that I do not know. Perhaps. It sounded um, they were referring to them it as uh, in a godly manner. Coin, give me a religion check. Guidance. Uh, with advantage for this one, actually. And guidance. And guidance. Advantage. And guidance. Four. I just want to do it. So, and then gui guidance is a D4. Uh, that is a total of 18. Alright. Not really part of my pantheon, what I'm about to tell you. Just, it exists out there that some kobolds believe in. Again, not part of my pantheon. Uh, but, you have heard of, like, whispers of the kobold, the patron deity of the kobolds. Some kobolds believe is called Kurtulmak. And yeah, this name that your friends are mentioning does not ring a bell in any way whatsoever. Um... I've I've heard someone, you know, once asked me if I had believed in Kurtulmak, and I said no. Why would you ask me a thing like that? And they said because you are kobold, and I said yes, I am kobold, but I believe in the strength and judgment of Bahamut. And then they said that is strange, and I said, well, that's like your opinion. And then I went back to my chores of getting water from the well. So, in answer to your question, no, I have not heard of Corvax. And that is that does not seem to be... No one has ever uh, uh, thrust a belief system on me based on my size in reference to Corvax. Only uh, Cthulmac. Suppose the next step then is to find out... Yes, we knock. 
yeah, I, I, I think it is a good idea if we knock and uh, uh, make our presence known and um, investigate. Kenneth's going to go up and knock on the door. Right. At the sudden sound, a voice pipes up from behind the door. No visitors. Read the sign. Um, yeah, we read the sign and we had some questions. No, we live here. This is our home. We don't let strangers in. You don't have to let us in. Um, but could you tell us why you've blacked out the windows at the top of this lighthouse? Suddenly, a cold wind swirls up from the ocean, and the demeanor of the voice inside seems to change. You may enter, but no touching. Right, yeah, we we definitely will not touch anything. Alright. As the numerous locks on the opposite side of the door on that, you count six or seven. The door swings open, and you can see standing on the ground floor of the lighthouse are four kobolds dressed in soiled and filthy clothes that appear a little too big for them. They appear to be standing as far away from the door as possible. And the one who opens the door immediately darts off into the interior of the room. So four total. Four bedrolls have been splayed out down here along with a large overflowing trunk filled with dirty and stained clothes and other trinkets. In the center of this living area is a large wooden crate that has been made into a makeshift table and is covered in a variety of not-so-good-looking meat. Just like gross, rotting, kind of gross meat. Um, the interior of the lighthouse is pitch black and devoid of light. Uh, a staircase spirals upwards towards the top of the lighthouse, and there are four kobolds here, two of whom look like they're with child. Mm. Okay, what do you want? Uh, well, first of all, hello. We are the Faust and the Furious. Truck will do a what he imagines would be a polite bow, but, you know. Okay. I am Rotom. This is my mate, X. That is Sick. And her mate, Hagnar. It is a pleasure to meet you all. And then they see Coin. What are you doing outside of the lighthouse? I this is my first time in this uh, specific lighthouse. I have this is also um Yes, this is my first time in this lighthouse. What uh how? That's not possible. Hold on. What do All you kobolds come from the lighthouse. What, what is this you, you are saying to me? You are saying... We all come from the lighthouse. We are all made by Corvax. Please, come. We have dinner. Come enjoy. What color are these ones? Red. Okay. Come have dinner. We have food. Oh, well, that is... They, that is as soon as they see coin, their demeanor changes from "get out of here" to friendly. Oh well, do you have uh, do you have water or do you, do you have any water or? 
We go outside at night to get water from the trees and the plants. Okay, well, um... Is this... And the moss. We squeeze the water out of the moss. Is this all of the food that you have to eat? Currently, we generally only go hunting at the night time, and we are waiting for the night time. Uh, when was the last time... No, like, clocking that the food is looking pretty rough uh when was the last time that you were able to get a good uh hunt in the previous evening that meat is fresh we got it from an animal last night how fresh is this is this it looks like it's disgusting and like covered in like a black kind of ichor very similar to the trees and vegetation outside okay what uh Alright, um, so as, um, as my friend and compatriot has said, we are the Faust and the Furious, and, um, we've come to investigate why the lighthouse is not working. You said that you know, you know me? We don't know you, we just see you as one of us, and oh. curious why you are not, have never, not from lighthouse. Corvax uh, told us all of us come from the lighthouse. Oh, this is interesting. You bring up Corvax. Uh, we had uh, noticed that in your graveyard, a lot of um, a lot of uh, mentions, many mentions, like kind of looking to everyone to confirm the story. Many mentions of Corvax, and that is um, how. Tell me more. About, I am familiar with Bahamut, but I am not familiar. They don't seem to recognize who that is. Oh, that is that is fine. You, Corvax uh, is our god. We worship him for he created the first of us. Mm. The first kobolds. Is... He created the first kobolds to exist. That is uh, a different uh, belief structure than I have, but I am. Certainly not trying to crush your belief system, but let us. Um, uh, I want to use a spell slot and cast uh, purify uh, food and drink. Okay. Nice. The meat. Um, they kind of like look at you with surprise. I want to. Yeah, I want to like channel it through and say, uh, "Let us uh, let us break bread and uh, share uh, stories of." belief and and I, I promise you by everything that I believe uh, and by the deity that I believe in no harm will come to you and we will uh, eat this sorry to say much uh, more appealing looking food Okay. <laughs> I accidentally showed a battle map on stream. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, how did you do that? Uh, well, uh, my name is Coin Hartink, and I am a channel of Bahamut, the Justice Bringer. The, uh... the only god that exists is Corvax. Ah. Uh, I mean no disrespect 
to Corvax, but that is um, patently false. Uh, as you travel about the world, you learn that there are many deities that people believe in. Uh, I do not necessarily believe or not believe any that there are different deities, but it is uh, in a search for balance within yourself that you find a belief structure. Oh. I am interested to hear more about this uh, Corvax. Is Corvax at the top of the lighthouse? He is. He is always looking for new disciples. If you're here to hurt him now, he'll make, I... he'll make us send you away to a special place. I He's have... looking to light the lighthouse. Corvax told us that the lighthouse must be black, must stay blacked out to keep us alive. Oh. Okay. Okay. Was it Corvax who told you to let us in? Yes. Well, if he thinks we won't hurt him, he's probably right. Probably wants us to come up there and visit him. Say hi, tell him about the world outside. He already knows about the world outside. But I have already said that no harm will come to you. And that is, I, I swear by the name I was given that you, no harm will come to you in this lighthouse. Um, everybody give me an insight check. Can I cast guidance on myself? If you want to. Coin, you have advantage. Oh, dope. You say 13 for coin. Okay. 14 for Kenna. Alright. 17. 16. 10 for Ven. Alright. Uh, anyone who got above a 12, which is everybody but Ven, the kobolds definitely appear brainwashed in some capacity. Like, a lot of this what they're saying is, like, that's weird. Kobolds don't die if they get exposed to sunlight, etc., etc. Okay, so um, you said that uh, Corvax exists above you? In yes, he house? resides at the top of the lighthouse. He has made this place our home and makes it safe for us. Hmm. And I like, look over at Druk and go, like, nice crab. But like, uh... This is where he made the first of us, the first kobolds. Hmm. Uh, so... Is uh, Corvax? Does he? What uh, would you describe him as looking? The way that we do? We've never seen him. He speaks to us in, from the shadows at the top of the lighthouse. Mm, okay, that is that is uh, very. And sometimes people have come to hurt Corvax, and he has made us send them away. After he was done with them. Oh, uh... He, he protects us and protects himself very well. So when people have come to harm us or him, 
Zay gets sent away. Uh, well, we do not come to... We, are n- oh, we have no... Harm is not what we are trying to do. So, uh, with with your permission, I would like to. I would like to commune with Corvax, if you would allow it. And you promise you are not here to harm him or us? I promise I am not here to harm you. And uh, can I, is there, can I clock a, uh, a, a bowl or receptacle that they have? There is n- nothing. Uh, I give them my wine skin. Okay. Not, and water skin. Okay. So it's like fresh water, like chock full, like probably half my size, full okay. of water. And I'm okay. Sure they don't have to collect water today. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, but if he asks us to send you away, we have to send you away. Uh, that seems uh, like it is uh, something that is oh. acceptable. He ability. makes us send you away to a special place. Where is this uh, special place, if you don't mind my asking? Um, he usually tells us to throw the people that come to harm him or us off the cliff. Um, if they survive the fall, they weren't here to harm us. And if they don't, he says they were here to kill us and take our home. He says the nice people will always survive the fall. Because that's what he told us. If I... If I see meet this Corvax with no weapons on me, can you promise me that I will not be harmed? No. He decides who is harmed or not. We just follow what he says. He is our God. He provides a home for us. He keeps us safe from the sunlight that would kill us. Is it all light that affects you? He says just sunlight. So you would not mind if I put my lantern on just slightly? He likes to keep it dark at the top of the lighthouse. He would ask us to send you away if you brought light up there. I will will keep it down then. Do you think he would mind if we invited ourselves upstairs? You know, very peacefully and politely. He seems like quite an interesting creator. And I would very much like to have a conversation with him. Um, what would you like to talk about? We can answer questions. 
gonna look I'm gonna look down to coin. And like, you take the lead on this one, bud. You know, that is a good question. And I would say that um on a personal level, I would probably ask a lot of the same questions that I have already asked you, like uh do I look familiar? Like, um, what do you know of Bahamut? Um, how do you feel about, uh, in general, light and darkness? I'm finding a lot about you very interesting, and I want to ensure that you are feeling safe and comfortable, and that Corvax is feeling safe and comfortable, because, uh, specifically a lot of people who rely on this lighthouse as a guide have um, found themselves without a Corvax of their own so now they have found themselves um, dashed upon the rocks and I understand that uh, uh, spiritually you would find yourself the same way, and I, too, would find myself the same way without Bahamut, as you perhaps would be without Corvax, as these uh, poor ship people are finding themselves without the light, and that is what we have come here to discover and uh, investigate. These are the people that have been dashed upon the rocks. Are those the people we've been throwing off the cliff? You know, I hadn't uh, thought about it, um, but that does seem to um, connect dots. It's been a. It's Corvax has told us that's where people must be sent, and every generation for the last as long as, at least that we've my pack has been here. That was what we've done. Hmm. He says the people who are here to hurt us will die if they fall. And the ones who don't survive the fall, so the nice people live. Yes? How many have you seen that have lived? We don't see them after they fall. Druk is going to, hearing that, Druk is going to nudge Dax and kind of grab the edge of his cloak and look, look down at it and look at her. Dax just kind of like Also Dax, nodding. when the door was shut to the lighthouse yep. You can't see oh, anything right. That's yeah. why they asked about the light yep. You can't yeah, see yeah. anything okay. You were officially uh, effectively blinded <laughs> Drug does that Thinking everything's fine Because everyone else he knows can see in the dark a little bit um, <laughs> But coin Make me another insight check please With advantage And remember You still have DM inspiration which is another d20 which you can roll on top. I rolled an 18. 18. The kobold you're talking to, and the others, definitely don't want to bring you specifically up top. They seem a little, like, worried about you getting hurt. The others, your friends, they don't really seem to care about too much because they're not kobolds, but you specifically, they don't want to bring upstairs. You know, I don't know um, what you are feeling, um, but we, a group, the Faust and the Furious, we come to 
right wrongs and to make people comfortable like my friend Ven here hello he has the ability to make your clothes more comfortable as well as my friend Hannah they have the ability to fix like that there is um, more holes like I kind of like a nudge nudge like they kind of tilt their head when you're they, when you're talking about this they Corvex says that our food must be this way and our clothes must be this way as a test of our faith and it cannot be fixed by any means I mean the food was fixed yes fixed I mean and if the what food... does that mean maybe Corvex hasn't been telling you the whole truth may I ask you one more question specifically about Corvex uh yes Do they claim to be always correct? Yes, they say they are here to help us and that our worship makes them stronger to make them better at helping us. So if they are always correct, well then how is the food better? And I have to ask you if they are always correct well, then how has Fen been able to clean and he's, he's doing it right now and they're like and again I ask you if they are always correct how are the holes in this close being currently fixed Give I, me do not say, I do not say this to harm you mm -hmm. and, and I like hands open like kind yeah. of I, I put the, the sword on my back down Give me out. a persuasion check with advantage, and because of the way you worded it, the DC was at a certain number, but you definitely lowered it with the things you've been saying, so give me a persuasion check. You said advantage or no? I don't advantage, because you're dealing with kobolds. Let me see. I have to look and see if I have any plus or minus. I don't think I... No, I do not. Remember, you have DM inspiration. You can add another D20 on top of it if you want to. I could. We'll see how I roll. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> yes, I am going to roll that uh, DM inspiration. Oh boy! <laughs> okay. Uh, what a fun, what a fun way to use this. I rolled a ten. I rolled two and a ten. So I took the ten. Oh, you add both if you. Oh yeah, with advantage. Is that with the advantage? Okay. And then I rolled, and we can have Garrett come through that hot little door. I, I, I totally believe you. It was a nat one. So, so that's a f 30. Yes. You kind of just be like, and like, very much like. Is he's been lying to us the whole time. Uh, this is not your fault. Keep he, going in they, slowly. They kind of like look and does would, the sunlight won't hurt us, won't kill us. You were in the sunlight, you're a cobalt. This is not your fault. Just keep walking slowly toward arms open. And they all of this Corvax stuff. It is not your fault. They move past you and they go to the front door <laughs> and they open it. The sunlight comes back and oh Dax, you can see again. 
And they step outside. And they go, we're not being bones. We're not dying. That's just right. Um, they come so back inside and they close the door again. Actually, they leave the door open now. Um, he's been lying to us. He's been killing us. He's been making us kill people for no reason. It's not your fault. It is not your fault. And the kobold who's been talking to you, um, what's her name again? Rotom goes to his mate, X, who is with child, and again, just pats the, the belly and says, are you here to destroy him? He's, he has to be evil then. He doesn't let anyone bring silver upstairs. Why is that? I do not, I could not pretend to know why that is, but I imagine it is, um, there are beings who do not like, uh, silver. They respond negatively. We, in fact, we had, we really, you know, uh, put a werewolf to task with some silver. What's so a werewolf? Uh, would you know imagine like have you seen a wolf out in the world you've seen when you hunt at night no okay so i want you to imagine lots of hair and lots of teeth what's hair this is all <laughs> um but then the kobolds go we can be in the sunlight to make up for our transgressions. If you can help us, we will fix the lighthouse and maintain it as long as we're allowed to live here. Druck very visibly switches out his crossbow bolts to the silvered ones. <laughs> he puts one in there, just like okay. looking at them while he does so. Will you help us, coin? I have sworn that no harm will come to you, and I am going to keep that oath, and I will keep that promise, and mm. I will go and... Maybe it's Kovax that doesn't like sunlight. That is a logical conclusion. Um, so... We're going to wait outside. Is sun still up? We should be safe. Yes? Yes, you know, uh, maybe get some... Maybe relax. Um, maybe pound down some of that... The tall grass. Because it is going to be... Actually, you know what? Maybe hide in the tall grass. Or get, maybe do a picnic. I mean, take some of this nice food. Take this uh, water. I think I... we'll be worrying too much to eat. That's, you know, that's actually... That's um, a very good... We'll take... We'll take our mates outside and make sure our children to be are safe. That is that is a nice thing. And they go, thank you, coin. Is this Bahamut? Maybe we can worship them next. And then <laughs> all four of the kobolds kind of go outside and kind of get down in the grass and kind of just hide. 
I just imagine them like going to the grass and then they're gone. <laughs> like, and you just see grass going like. <laughs> Right. So I guess we're making our way upstairs now. Uh, yes, and I think that uh, Dax, you wanted to kick on a lantern. I'd recommend it. Mm, Dax is gonna open the lantern, right. and it's currently like lot like oh my god, what is it like the quarterstaff on their back just hanging? Yep. Right. So you got, oh, nice. you got thirty thirty. You got thirty feet of bright, thirty feet of dim coming off that thing. Yeah. Which means, if there's a battle, I can get rid of your dynamic lighting restriction. Fucking man! Otherwise, you would have been on a battle map pitch black and not be able to see anything. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Druck? I've seen you manipulate the darkness. Are you still into that? I will say this. If Dax has the lantern out and the dimensions of the lighthouse, it's going to be impossible for you to do anything that requires the darkness with the cloak. Makes sense. It's going to be super tight up there anyway. It is a lighthouse, yes. Yes, narrow stairs. Okay, everybody Pardon. huddle up. Huddle Murph. up. Murph. Are you going to be okay with that, Druk? It's all fine. Okay. So I've got, a, I've got an idea. Tell me if this is totally crazy. What if we go up there? And then... Dax, you count to 30. And then you run up and you just... Uh, like a flame from Bahamut's throat, you come up and punish the wicked. In but we wait exactly thirty seconds. Is that uh, is this all wild? We've done no research. We don't kill people we don't know. That the, is the kobolds did say he doesn't like sunlight, though. The lantern light's probably not going to affect him in any way. We'll just bash the grass that's painted, blocked out. Kenna. Ooh, that is a good idea, Druk. Yeah, Dex? Do you, perchance, have one of your thunder spells prepared for the day? Um... I will say a thunder spell would be really tight up there. No, 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 no it's not. I, I, kind of what I'm going for, kind of not. I, I... You know, I, I unprepared it in favor for some additional healing spells. I was going to suggest if you could sneak up and cast it and shatter all the windows. And the sunlight would pour into the room. I had it prepared up until yesterday. Or at least it this morning. Quite alright, Kenna. It was a suggestion. I could always just go back outside and shoot out the glass from the ground. Yes. 250 feet up, what's the range of on a crossbow? 320. Okay. Is that the max? Yeah, okay. No, uh... What you thinking, coin? 
I was just thinking about a kobold I had heard of named Hans Gruber, who had always suggested to shoot the glass. That is what I had heard. Uh, <laughs> it, it worked to a positive result for him. Are you coming up? We have much to discuss. I can hear what you're saying. Oh, well, then you should know I have come to... Uh, I've come to purge you like uh, poison from a wound. Well, come on then. Why don't you come down here? Yeah, if you're so eager to... Uh, if you are so eager to... And then silence. Mm, I could not speak fast enough. You're still at the oh, yeah, doorway, have... correct? You're inside the building. You're not at the doorway. Yeah. Drugs... Well, I mean, like, he's just yes. going to go take a step outside. And okay. just give the, uh, give a crossbow shot, a, a crossbow a shot. At All right, make an attack roll. Top. Okay. The windows are not super large, so they are a hard target to hit from down here. Uh, 18. 18 misses. Okay. From down here. All right. There goes a crossbow. So there's a few from that one's gone. That's so, that was the silvered one you loaded, so that one's gone. No. You said no, you lo I... you said you loaded a silver crossbow bolt sure. inside. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I didn't say that I was switching it out. Fine, I'll assume you switched it out. That bolt's gone. Alright, let us um let us go inside. Uh um I have a DM question if I may. Okay. I was given change in town after spend having to spend some yep. nine silver coins in my pocket. Yeah. Or in my in a pouch. Can I just like have those in a pocket? Because they mentioned the silver something. Can I just have those in hand, or is that is that wild? What purpose exactly? They're coins. <laughs> yes. But you've never heard of. Just to chuck them at a... Okay, maybe it's not the most honorable fight, but some of us are thinking pocket sand attacks. Like yeah. throwing coins... Ah! At, like just throwing coins at them? But it's silver. Yeah. Silver? Uh, it'd be an improvised weapon, so it'd be just a d4 of damage. If there was any sort of breakdown... Unless, unless you had a sling, I would allow you to use them in replacement of sling stones, but... This is... This is... Uh, it's too much... I'm, what I'm hearing from you is it's too much fuckery. It'd be, oh, it's, it's not fuckery, it would just be an improvised weapon. <laughs> no, no, I've got something better. I am going to put them uh, in my shield hand, but like get them up like, um, like put three of them okay. between my knuckles. Okay. Making sort of an improvised uh, brass knuckles, but they're silver. Okay, I'd say that would be unarmed strike then if you're using those. Absolutely. Okay. I see coin is going the way of the Faust. <sighs> did this did this villain just grow like three levels in strength? He doesn't need uh, to. He doesn't need to. Grew, grew a CR three. All right. Um, <clears throat> great. Um, so uh, I guess today I came to uh, you know chew gum and you know. Uh, uh, dethrone a deity and I am all out of gum so let us head upstairs alright how are you guys heading upstairs what's the marching order 
Dax will go first. If okay. Druk's okay with it. Okay. These the stairs going up, you can do two abreast at most. So who is anyone beside Dax? Oh, do you, there's no way you could keep me back. Ven's in the, the back because he's a wizard. <laughs> Druk's in the back too. Alright, so Kenna in the middle. Okay. Coin, do you want to walk beside me into this? In front of me? As close as shoulder to shoulder makes sense for our disparate uh, statues. We got this coin in the name of Bahamut. We will deal with what has happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, we will. The scales of justice must be uh, put aright. Even if we have to pick them off one by one from whatever is up there. Alright. And Dax is holding the longsword that is silvered. Okay. Just... <laughs> uh, then... Oh, shit. Okay. Nope, Ben will do that right now because that only lasts for a minute. Okay. Um, however, Ven will cast Mage Armor on himself. <laughs> so he's going to go to 15. Oh, Ven's with the big boys now, and gals, and non-binary um, pals. Nah, Kenna's at a 12 AC. Anybody else doing anything for prep before you guys go upstairs? Um, how long does that... Okay, that's not... I'll say if you cast a coaster, you should spell the last a minute. It's going to disappear by the time you get to the top. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing I can cast that'll last long enough. Okay. As you ascend the spiral stairs to the top of the lighthouse, you find an open room with blacked out windows and a large glass dome in the center of the room where the lamp sits. But it's been extinguished. It is completely pitch black up here until Dax comes up with the lantern. And you can all feel an unearthly chill run down your spines. A horrid stench is coming from the small area where the lamp is contained, but can't make out where any stench could be coming from. Kind of floating in the uh, lamp is just darkness. Um, you can't actually see the lamp itself, just completely encased in like shadow and just inky blackness. Um, and you can kind of make out, with the lantern now, you can make out little bits of like, how do I word this, um, form. Um, it's definitely incorporeal and kind of part of the shadow. Um, you can see like a skeletal kind of spectral face with glowing yellow eyes and just what looks like it was once a humanoid but has become like this negative dark spirit. Um, and it speaks aloud as it drifts out of the lamp it says it's a pity about those kobolds I'll see to it that I end them after this and then we're going to roll initiative and go to break <gasps> oh no <laughs> uh, 9 for Ven and this is without oh, the kobolds, so I can delete the kobolds off the battle map, because Coin persuaded the kobolds to let this dude lie into him. Yeah! So you're not fighting kobolds, it's two. Alrighty. So yeah, uh, we'll get back here with everyone's initiative, so 
Break time. Everyone's going to tell me their initiative when we go to break. So then when we come back, battle. Break. Welcome back before as to a fight. Meaning I'll move everybody over to the battle map and we'll get started because everyone's already rolled initiative. If you can't see anything, let me know. I'll have to refix the dynamic lighting, but everyone should be able to see. Yes. Excellent. Oh, this is cool. Hmm. Welcome to the lighthouse. I like the window effects, Justin. Yes, those are where all the windows are. So, as you come to the top of the lighthouse and this creature, kind of the shadowy entity, kind of begins to drift out of the lamp in the center of the lighthouse. Coin, you are immediately first. Uh... Yeah, okay, then I am going, coin is going to run up and with the co with the coins, the silver coins in their hand, in their shield hand, I'm going to jump and Superman punch this thing right in the face. What's your reach? Because he's currently at the, in in the dome, top of the dome, basically. Oh, in the top, in the top of the dome? He's like oh. in the process of drifting out. So he's basically, if you get to the side of the dome, he's still, oh no, he's five feet. You can reach. Yeah. I was gonna say I'm gonna jump with all my might. Yeah, but I am gonna definitely Superman punch him with three silver coins in my hand. Okay, make an enormous strike as you <laughs> really ill advised. I've got really good other stats that I'm throwing <laughs> away for it. <laughs> Any of you guys watch uh, Mob Psycho? Nope. Oh, okay, never mind then. I've heard of it, but I haven't So you see coin pitter patter, jump and go to punch with the coin knuckles. Uh huh. All right, does a 17 hit? 17 hits. All right. And it's just your strength modifier for damage. Yeah. <laughs> but it's silver damage. Yeah, so it's not resistant to it. Or, yeah, so what'd you get? Just poof, unarmed strike, yeah. your damage should be... It's two. Two damage, all right. Is, is the strength modifier? It might just be one damage then. It'll say on your character sheet how much your unarmed strike damage is. It says, it says two. All right, so two damage. You can smite with that, by the way. I will allow it. I'll wait. I'll wait till it augments that. Okay, so you just run up, and then you land five <laughs> feet, like in front of the lamp. So wherever you want to be in front of the lamp. Uh, I will make that move. I will come up and just. I'll go right here. Alrighty. Is that the come end? Get, of, come get some. Is that the end of your turn? Uh. Uh, that is all for coin this round. All right. At the end of your turn, Corvax, the Dark Keeper, is going to use a legendary action. The first guy you're fighting with legendary actions. And is going to use two of them to use Withering Gaze. And he looks right at you, coin, and the eyes flare. And you feel like you're withering from the inside out. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, boom. On the table. No fear. Nine. Nine. Alrighty. You take... One second. You take... Not too great damage. Four necrotic damage. And it's your turn. Dax! 
Dax just saw their good buddy just run and punch this thing, and they're just like, nice. Dax is going to do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. five feet here. Yeah. Uh, bonus action. They're going to rage. So intelligence saving throw. So I would pretty please an intelligent saving throw from the Go dude. Dax. That is a ten. That just fails. Yeah. What the fuck? One d six psychic and damage. And stunned until the end of their next turn. That does four psychic damage. Which their turn's next, so at the end of their turn coming up. How much psychic damage, sorry? Four psychic damage. Alrighty. Does it... Does, doesn't seem, it's hard to tell, but doesn't yeah, appear... Yeah, doesn't I appear was just gonna res- say, that sounds stupid. Doesn't appear, yeah, you can't really tell if it's re- resistant to psychic damage or not. Because again, it's just like... <laughs> yeah. Um, they have the... But they are stunned. The long sword in their hand. Okay. And they're like they have it like in both, mm-hmm. so it does like the extra like. Okay. And they're gonna bring it above their head, and slash it down right on top of them. Go for it with advantage because they're stunned. Yeah. Also, I've been I've been ruling stunned the wrong way. You can still move while you're stunned. You just can't talk or take actions or reactions. Fun fact. Oh, but you can move. Cool. Yes, unless it states otherwise. Stunning strike, you can't. It'll say in the uh, certain things. Maybe 17 can plus 7. That hits. That hits. 24, yeah. And that's with the silvered longsword, right? Yes. Ooh, max damage. 15 silver. Plus your rage bonus. Plus my rage bonus of 17. 2, so 17. Just... <laughs> All right. Anything and then else? they're pulling it back, and they're just staring at it. All right. And they just say, "It's like we're here." <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That's their turn. Uh, that brings us to Corvax, but they're stunned because of your stun- because of your mind blast. At the end of their turn, they're no longer stunned because it's their next turn. Kenna. Okay. Um, if I threw, uh. A certain projectile between two windows, like dead center, would they be within a five foot radius of said projectile's impact site? <laughs> Specifically, ice knife. Uh. So some, I could get it, it, on the map. Some of the windows are spaced differently, so it depends yeah. where you're throwing it. Um. Okay. Um, I think I want to try to go between these two windows. Okay. Would yeah. I be able to hit both of them in that expose, exploding radius of the impact site? Uh, I'd say yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Corvex and I'm gonna smirk and throw the ice knife sideways into the wall between those two windows. Um, does it specify if it has to be a creature, a target? Like, what does it, what does it specify for ice knife for a target? Because um, that would change things. Oh, fling it at one creature within range. Then rain. you can't target it at the windows. Yeah. Oh man. Was a good fucking would have been plan, cool, though. but yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Then in that case, I'm going to enlarge coin. Okay. Cast enlarge on coin. So coin becomes medium sized. 
Yep. Um, Coin becomes medium. Um, he has advantage on strength checks and saving throws. And uh, let me double check something actually, because Coin is small. I want to see if something's a little large, right. just to see if yeah. One second. Um, I know how it works. I just want to see if it's what if it has yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and your weapons also deal an extra d4 of damage. Uh, the target size doubles in all dimensions. So whatever coin's height is, that is doubled. Uh, your weight is multiplied by 8. You go from small to medium. Uh, you have advantage, advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Your weapon also grows to match its new size. Um, while these weapons are enlarged, they deal an additional 1d4 extra damage. And that's concentration. So coin can punch with an extra d4. So you said, well, you said the the weight. It multiplied uh, by eight. <laughs> you're a chonky boy. And, I mean, and your height is doubled. So whatever you're at now, I think you're like two foot something. I'm uh, knocking on two foot nine. So that means that's going to put me at five and a half feet and weighing yep. three hundred and twenty pounds. Whoa! <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're a you're a thick boy. You're a thick kobold. Have you, dense. He's just God. dense. I was gonna say, have you guys seen a uh, double dragon, like a Bobo, when he just oh, oh my God. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just boom traps up to here, All like right. almost busting out of my armor. Like I've never this armor is tight, and that's stupid for me. I'm just like, why would it be tight? There you <laughs> go. Down Your like, helmet finally fits right. No, everything grows in comparison though, so oh, the helmet okay. still doesn't fit right. <laughs> I was, just, I was I was just thinking like the first time I've ever actually met eye to eye. You're yeah 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 yeah. You're uh, only Kenna right now. Um, anything else, Kenna? Um, I don't have a viable bonus action at the moment. Um, so I think I'm gonna just uh oh, okay. I need to make uh, it. I got to okay. mute world twenty. I'm just gonna, you know, swipe or swap around to this way. Alrighty. End of your turn. Corvax is gonna use a legendary action that sits in a longer stunt to Misty Step. 30 feet. What? So... I get to use nope. Sentinel for that? Nope. Because they're using Misty Step. Not using movement. And they're gonna Misty Step. To. Right there. Right in front of Kenna, just poof. I don't like that. I don't like that one thing. Uh, Druck. You're, the... where you're standing, you're ten feet down the stairs. Five. Ten. Fifteen. Twenty. Twenty-five. Oh boy! I'll get to here. Okay. And then I'm gonna shoot out this window. All right. Right here. Uh, make an attack roll. Okay. You don't get sneak attack because it's an object. Right. Yeah. Can't can't hide from an object. Correct. 19. 19 hits. Do I need to roll damage? Yes, or just you do. Break? 
Okay. This is why we do things. Eight. Alright, the window is still intact, but it's spider webs. Okay, fuck this. <laughs> That's a, that was my turn. Uh, I'm gonna try to, uh, uh, with the ten feet of movement I have, I'm going to, I don't know, I'd like to, I'd like to, uh, if they allow, I would like to get between this thing and Kenna. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to because you guys can't occupy the same space. Yeah. But um, would would Kenna allow me to, like, you can shimmy your back? You can move me out of the way if you uh, would. It'd be, it'd be an action to move Kenna out of the way, though, and you already used your action to shoot the window. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But he does seem focused on you because you attacked the window, Druk. Uh, if that's the case, uh, no, I can't do that. Okay. Cool. I'll be right there. That ends my turn. All right. Brings us to Ven, who's gonna get into sight and just go five feet up the stairs so you can see over the railing. And Ven is going to cast Spiritual Weapon near this bro. Spiritual Weapon, which yeah, does that. So, Ven, where are your spells? So, cast Spiritual Weapon. And that is a D8 plus 4, I believe to hit yes or one d6 okay that is a 16 to hit which hits so and that does nine force damage which does not seem resistant to let's bonus action do spiritual weapon and then ven's gonna cast sacred flame because cover who fuck cover so sacred flame fails so that's a d8 of radiant damage for three additional radiant damage to this dillweed. All right, that'll end of, his, end of Ven's turn. Since his legendary action is recharged, he's going to look at Druk and do the withering gaze. So I need Druk to make a wisdom save. Nine. Uh, you take eight necrotic damage. Anything else happen? Nope. Okay. Uh, coin. Uh, so with his big body. Uh. Oh yeah. Wait. Sorry. sorry. No, no. Tell me. I was looking up the wrong part of my notes. The window did shatter. So. Oopsies. Lots to juggle when I have to control other player characters. So that window shatters, but I can't have a directional light come in. But in like a 15-foot cone from there, light is just <clears throat> sunlight. The sun is setting, but the sunlight is still pouring in. Awesome. Which means you don't know what it does to the what it does to this dude, but it does affect him. Hence why the black windows are blacked out. Coin. Uh, and it's a 250-foot drop of the windows. And Ven has feather fall if anyone falls. So 
Occupy the same space as spiritual weapon. Yes. Great. So uh, you run over to the spiritual weapon right beside Corvax, the Dark Keeper. Uh, and we do. Would I be able to read any sort of any sort of fear on Corvax? Uh, from the light. No. <laughs> oh wait. Uh, any sort of more? Reaction? Just like. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, so, basically, fuck. Everything's gonna be a disadvantage for me if I'm in that sunlight. Fifteen foot cone. So I should actually make a fifteen foot cone. So yeah, I'm. I can. I'll figure it out. Uh, so, kind of looking at myself as I'm running towards uh, them, uh, I cast a bonus action of. Uh, What's it called? Here we go. Uh, it's called uh, Harness Divine Power. Okay. Which is my spell slots back. Cool. Or one, one level one spell slot back. Yep. Uh, I'm going to cast that and get that food and drink spell back. Sounds good. Uh, and then I'm going to go up to them and I am, with my newfound muscles, uh, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna grapple that fool. <laughs> Uh, immune to the grappled condition. So use your action to try to grapple them, and you just kind of phase through them because they are incorporeal. Even with my yeah. silver handful yeah. of coins? Yeah, they're immune to the grappled condition because they are incorporeal. Uh, then just then just standing there, like, ready to fight, and uh, I guess I'll say uh, 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 you will be purified in the light of Bahamut! Okay. Dax. Dax just watching this all go on. Um, question, like I'm sta- like where Dax is standing, obviously I can see the, the light right in the middle of the room. Yeah. Is there anything in there still or no? The shadow's no longer in there, because he was the shadow in there. Okay, just make just wanted to make sure. But you can see like a kind of compartment inside underneath the lamp. The lamp's there, it's just been extinguished. But underneath there's definitely stuff like underneath the compartment like Probably loot after the fight's done. <laughs> okay, so okay, so basically, I don't have to smash the glass. No, right? you, it's one of those because they have to light, light the lamp. So they, there's a yeah, they, okay. they move the glass to the side like a like on a, like a little like tsh, okay. and then they can light it. Dax just want to make they sure they don't like smash it every time we have to light it. We have to smash it every time we light it. Okay, It's not a fire extinguisher. It's a fire. In. Okay. Yep. Fire. 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 <laughs> on, fire on. On. Yeah. Anguisher. Yes. Man, I graduated college. Those, those, those good. <laughs> Twenty. Dax is. Oh. Oh no, oh. Dax. Dax falls out the window. <laughs> wow. I have the hand axe. Can I uh two weapon fighting? They're both silvered? Yes. Yeah, go for it. Uh No, because the long sword isn't a light weapon. Both have to be light weapons to do so. It's just versatile. My bad. Yep. Okay, so 
Fuck that. Your, then... long, your long sword's the better option still. <laughs> Shit, I really need to silver a great axe. That's what I gotta do. But anyhow, then cost they're a, just. Cost uh... 100 gold to silver a weapon? Long sword, just right on top of them again. All right. Reckless or no? Uh, would I have cobalt pack tactics because of uh only coin, coin gets only coin gets pack tactics. Yep. Okay. I was just like, does this help us? <laughs> no, it... it just helps coin. I thought I would ask. Fuck it, let's go reckless. Go for it. Thank God I went fucking reckless. I rolled a four, then I rolled a sixteen. Nice. So uh, sixteen plus. Oh yeah, that hits. Seven. Oh yeah, that hits. Yeah. Because like, of your belt. Thick bitch! Ah, ah, where the fuck? Fuck it, I'll just roll down here. That's disgusting. Eight damage. Eight damn. that's not a lot of damage. I'm not a lot of damage. Alright, anything else, Dennis? Um... Just fucking, just fucking surrounded. It is surrounded. Not for long. I'm getting the fuck out. <laughs> Dax is just standing up there, and just once again, we're here. Okay. And and then they're just like holding. They're just like waiting All right. for them to. Yeah. That'll bring us to Corvax, who's going to use its life drain attack on uh, Druk. You can make a reaction attack with Sentinel, though, by the way. I'd like to do that with the weapon And in this is with hand. disadvantage because of sunlight! Yeah, uh, uh. 14 to hit. Does not hit. Does not hit. Fuck. And a 14. Would you roll Dax to hit? I rolled a 14. That hits. Yep. Fucking mint. Corvax did not hit Drug with a life drain. Damn it! Yikes! Fucking hell! It'll be nine damage. Alrighty. Drug sees that coming. He's like, oh gosh. Cor yeah. So it's like when he goes for it, he's like, this hand goes like goes like it starts to like phase through the center of your chest, and you can feel like your vitality attempting to be like siphoned. And then he gets he gets stopped because Dax is just like, oh fuck oh, no. Nice, nice. That's awesome. All right, he's looking. He looks a little more wispy after that, though, Dax. When right. uh, when that reaction happens, can Dax just say it's like, "No false gods will hurt my friends." Sure. Just like Dax was like, "She ain't having this shit." Okay. All right. Kenna. Okay. Um. I also want to get into this. Uh, we're all doing melee right now, so I'm gonna cast uh, produce flame on my fist. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna punch him with produce flame. <laughs> Don't you have to use it as a ranged spell attack if you're using it as? Um. I think you do. You can attack with the flame. Uh. Oh, you can hurl with. Uh. It's It's ranged spell. Can I flavor it as a punch? It'd still be with disadvantage because it's a ranged spell attack. Okay. Yeah. Rule cool, Kate. Fuck it up. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck right. it. Uh, 
Yeah, with disadvantage. Fuck it. Um, that's a D8 if I hit. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, that's a 14 to hit. 14 does hit. You're just like, <laughs> fire fist. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Three fire damage. Alrighty. Uh, reduce to one. Resistant to fire damage. Okay. Um, then I'm going to bonus action Misty Step out of there. Okay. Whereabouts? 30 feet away. Um. I muted roll 20. Why is it still beeping? Um, I am going to. Why is it still beeping? Uh, where is it? It's not. Uh, this one. Uh, is this 30 feet? Uh, I don't know. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I want to get right up to, almost right up to this window. Alrighty. Mist swirls around Kenna and they swirl somewhere else. Swirl somewhere else. Somewhere else. Alright. Anything else for them? That is all for them. Druck. Oh, wait. End of your turn. They're going to use a legendary action. To also misty step out of this sunlight, and also beside you. Why do you keep following me? Druk, it's your turn. Great. Um, I'm gonna move five feet there. Okay. I mean, my job as the rogue is supposed to be to damage the dude but uh yeah i'm gonna have to aim for that other window the one they're standing in front of yeah so right. that it has less of a chance to hit kenna Alrighty. uh i'm just gonna load a i assume yeah i assume you're using your regular bolts for this because any bolt you shoot at the window goes out the window yeah uh so i'll just do that okay that's a 10 to hit. 10 just hits. Super. It was 20 from the ground because of the distance and the angle. 10 up here. Cool. Uh, and that's 10 piercing damage. And that window is also gone. Just... Awesome. And another 15-foot cone. Of, of uh, sunlight pours in. Excellent. Uh... I'm then going to... And yeah, that crossbow bolt whoosh, out the window. Excellent. I'll mark off two crossbow bolts from the last thing. And then I'm going to move over to this location and bonus action hide. Alright. Uh, yeah, stealth check. What's his passive perception? Okay, yeah, that... You hope you're hidden. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, th I think that's it, yeah. I'd say to hide there, though, because the glass dome is translucent and you have to, like, kind of crouch down a bit. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, that makes sense. End of your turn, he's going to use another legendary action to do his withering gaze, and he's going to look at Dax. Dax, wisdom save, please. Alrighty, come on, my sick boy. Oh! Nat 20, bitch! Alright, you do not take 16 necrotic damage. Nice. That brings us to Ven, who's like, "Oh dear, um, 
This thing's also resistant to fire. <laughs> uh, 5, 10, 15, 5. Oh, wait, this thing could move through things. 5, 10, 15. He's going to move spiritual weapon as a bonus action. And he's going to hit with spiritual weapon. Hopefully. Ven, what do you get in here? Ooh, that hits. And where is spiritual weapon here? It's a D8 plus 4. No, it's a D10. All right, eight force damage. Just poof, this massive, like, radiant great sword. All right, I said eight force damage. And then he's going to lob a another sacred flame. Because it ignores cover. Haha. -ha. Dex save for Corvax is a. 13 fails by one. Ooh. So that is seven radiant damage. Nice. Oh, that's beefy cantrip. Yeah, D8. A uh, coin. Is. Just like super like pissed that anything he's tried has not really gone to fruition. Come to come to come to flower or anything, so he's like just gonna run up and take out his sword, which seems surprisingly small in his hands now. No, it gets enlarged too. Oh, all your right. weapons do, yeah. All my weapons do, and they all deal an additional d4. Yeah, all right. Then, with a bonus action this time, uh, coin is going to you cast... do have to you do have to be on a square though. Sorry, I, I'm I'm terrible at grids. It's all good. <laughs> I prefer theater of the mind myself, but with my incarnate subscription, I just want to make a bunch of maps. I love it. Uh, so uh, I'm going to uh, cast Hunter's Mark on them and say, "You have been marked by Bahamut." Is there, I can't remember if it's safe for Hunter's Mark. I don't think there is. Uh, no, I don't believe there is. They all just, right. Corvax the Dark Keeper, because it is a stupid fucking name, but I love it. It is marked. And I uh, pull out the sword, swing it around my head, and then... And Hunter's Mark damage is, does not constitute magical damage. It's just extra damage from your weapon, so... Yeah. Oh, great. Then I am, yeah, going to uh, swing on this fool. With and, pack uh, tactics, so advantage. Yeah, I'm going to swing with advantage. Let's do it. All right. So that is a 17. That hits. Yes. Um, all right. So I need to roll homage, which I believe I add a... You add your slasher feet stuff. Uh-huh. And you'd which... add your D4 from uh, your enlarge, and then you'd add your D6 from Hunter's Mark. So how much was the damage initially? The initial damage is 14. Oh, I'm going to have to half all this because he's resistant to non-magical attacks. So, that aren't the... silvered, so. Uh, and, then... and it's all the same, so I just have to half the total. Cool. So then, another, uh... then there's another uh, 7 on top of that because I rolled a 4 with D6 and I rolled so... a 3 4. So that's 21. So total. Uh, and then... Um... So that'll be 10 damage. Round it down to 10. Right now, but I'm actually... Um... I was going to use two slots of uh, yeah. 
of smite. Yeah, I'm, I just have to half the slashing damage. Of course. No, I just wanted to let you yeah. know. Go for I it. Smite! <laughs> so that's two smites I'm going to use on this, on this dude. Um, oh, and the speed is reduced by 10. Yeah, so his fly speed is now 50 feet. But he has not been flying. <laughs> Does not want to get smashed. Oh, I think I can only use one spell slot. Yeah, one spell slot. Yeah. Sorry. I apologize. I thought I could stack those. I read that wrong. So Yeah, for each spell slot you do like one level one level up higher. That increases the damage eventually. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna roll my uh Go for it. Your radiant damage. I'm going to add another ten damage. All right, and that is not halved. So he's starting to look not like he's looking hurt now. Like he's looking pretty hurt now. Anything else, coin? That is all for coin currently. Yeah, movement. All right, that brings us to Dax. This guy. Dax. This guy keeps tell Misty sipping away from you. Dax just like hands on the long sword that they're using and yeah. just with all this going around they're just going to because it's like 20 feet there they're, they're going to run mm -hmm. and just shish kebab this fucker alright make an attack roll and I would like to do this recklessly of course you would so advantage Thank God, advantage. Uh, Ten plus seven. That hits. That hits. You shishkebab the wraith. Get the salt! <laughs> oh, max damage. Nice. Fifteen silver damage plus two from rage. Alright, so seventeen damage. He's, start, he's, starting to get, he's starting to get more wispy and just... As just inside him, Dax is just like, stop <laughs> moving. Okay. Alright. Cool beans. And they're keeping the weapon in there. Like, they're trying to like... Like, you know how you'd corner someone? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Alright. On Corvax's turn, because you went reckless, this is just a straight attack roll against you. Because of the sunlight. Sunlight. He's going to do his life here on you. He just puts a hand into your chest, like phase it through, and just squeezes on your heart, trying to siphon your vitality. That is a 25 to hit. That'll hit. That was almost a nat 20, which would have been bad. There's a lot of that. Wait, where is he? Where's my boy? <laughs> Phil Swift! There we go. There's my boy. I rolled boy. really good. Uh, you take 29 necrotic damage. Oh, fuck that. Oh, flex tape can't fix that. You do not have that. And I need you to make me a constitution saving throw to see if your hit point maximum doesn't get reduced by 29. <laughs> I am good at these. I am not good at these. Uh-oh. Uh, how does a 14 sound? 14 just succeeds. So your, max <laughs> so your maximum hit points aren't reduced to 19. Oh, fuck that one. Uh, does he heal from that? He does not. Alright. 
All right, Kenna. Okay, cool. He's um, looking real bad. He's looking real bad. Um, you want to take somebody out, and it, it almost, almost. Oh my god! So my sword is in them, and their hand is just yeah, in just my like, chest. The yeah. fucking stalemate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Double, double penetration. Nope. Uh, I'm going to drop concentration on enlarge. Okay, so coin goes back down to being small mm -hmm. coin. And I am going to cast Moonbeam centered on our good friend here. Okay. And that is a con save? A constitution saving throw, please. That is a 19, 16 plus 3. Okay, that's a success, so he takes half of Correct. <laughs> takes two radiant damage. Okay. Still looking real bad. Yeah. Um, it's not a shape changer, is it? No. Cool. Um. Oh, I can't really um, do bonus action. Okay, yeah. I was seeing if you had disadvantage on saves in the sunlight. Nope, just disadvantage on attacks and perception checks. Okay. That would have been nice. Um. But yeah, that's all I got. What damage type? It's radiant, right? Radiant. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's your turn. All right, end of your turn. He's going to bonus action. Does he take another? Uh, no, this is this is legendary action, not not his turn. Oh. He's going to misty step behind Ven. Okay. Oh wait, hold on. He might not be able to because it's thirty feet. 9, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He misty steps right here. Uh oh, that's movement speed. Never mind. Yeah, this is teleporting. That'll bring us to Druk. Uh, so when Druk was hiding, he loaded up a silver bolt. Okay. Uh, and then I guess he goes to look, and it's just like the thing pops up behind right him. Right behind you. And uh, is he still hidden? Uh, at this point, I'd say no. Oh, shit. And he's within five feet. Yeah. So even if he were, it'd still be, yeah. I mean, he doesn't know you're there. He teleported and he's looking at Ven. Alright. But, like, yeah, he's within uh, five feet. But, yeah, I can't, I can't see him too well either, so I gotta... You have your glasses. You yeah, got the glasses? That's... That's not my. That's not Druk's aesthetic. He's gonna have to back up a bit. All right, he's gonna use an attack of opportunity to do life drain. Sure. Uh, twenty-four to hit. That hits. Okay, con save, please. Uh, you take nineteen necrotic damage. Okay. And your hit point max is not reduced. We take 19 necrotic damage. 19. Ow. Uh, then I will fire at them. Go for it. With the silver bowl. Yep. For a 13 to hit. 13 just hits. Ugh. Thank goodness. Uh... Right, so that's 
and I do get sneak attack because Ven's there. Correct. That's a total of uh, 21 piercing silver damage. All right. Looking real, 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 real bad. Cool. That's, that's, uh, I guess I'm going to yeah, hike it back to a different position <laughs> a little bit further away. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll move there. Okay. Uh, in the rays of the light that's coming in. Okay. Just kind of post up in the light there. All right. End of your turn? Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's uh, he's going to burn his last two legendary actions for this round and do a withering gaze on you. So I need a wisdom save. On me? Yes. In the light. Okay. Yes. Wisdom save. That's a 23. You do not take 18 necrotic damage. Oh, good. That killed me. Well, not getting conscious. Um, oh, I wasn't sure what withering gaze did. No, it just, it just does necrotic damage. Okay. Just extra, some extra okay. damage you can do. Wasn't sure if it was one of those. Ven's like, oh! Ven's going to use an action to disengage. Okay. <laughs> and he's going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Run over here. Action. Five, and then bonus action. Send spiritual weapon over here. And make an attack. Where's spiritual weapon? There we go. Nat one. Womp <laughs> womp. <laughs> Coin. I thought going to do it, not even here. I thought Ben might do it. Coin. It's real. It's looking real close. Oh. Well, then you know Coin is going to come screaming after that spiritual weapon. What's your movement speed? Uh, 30. All right, cool. You should be able to get there, yeah? Yeah, 20. You do not get pack tactics on this one. Uh, give me a second. Did I already use... I may have already... My... Yeah, I've already used my channel to like, do a bonus action to get yeah, but I've already used harnessing power. Dang it! Alright, well I'm gonna still I'm you know I'm swinging on this fool. Go for it. Here it comes. Just a straight attack roll. Without the extra D4 from your enlargement, because it's no longer in effect. Oh, was the D4 supposed to be to hit? No, that's for damage. Oh, okay. uh, to be honest, I don't think uh, don't think a nine is gonna do a it. Nine misses. Yeah. <laughs> In the gaps of where his incorporeal, incorporeal form has been damaged, you kind of just right through. Yeah. All right. Well, then, yeah. Stay there. I swing and I miss. Dax. Looking at the Dax is getting really just like if this thing keeps moving like Yep. And there's he's like there's too much sunlight. Yeah. It's thirty feet away yep. from her. Yep. They can make it. Yep. Shish kebab. So you run over again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unnatural twenty. It's Maybe you can go reckless and get a crit. <laughs> I would like to go reckless. All okay. oh, hail the chunk. Not one. No. <laughs> okay. A, a dirty 20. So. Okay. Come on. Ah. 
plus Plus two from rage. Mm -hmm. 15 damage. Okay. And just sinks it into him. Mm -hmm. And just like, stop moving. It's looking real bad. It's looking real bad. You'll be with Bahamut soon. Let it happen. He currently doesn't have disadvantage here. I'd be welcome on the mountain, the platform. Does Bahamut forgive all coin? Well, certainly not those who pretend to be deities. Uh, Anything else, Dex? Uh, Just keeping that fucking sword in him. Okay. Uh, 5, 10, 5, 10. Cool. It's a 15 foot cone from the sunlight. He is currently not in the sunlight where he is. So on his turn, he's going to cast a spell because he's got Zoe's. And he's going to cast a Vampiric Touch. <gasps> no! He's going to heal himself. And he went reckless, Fuck so you. he has advantage. Uh, how does this work? I love that spell. It's I actually use that more it's as Leah with the staff. Uh, does a 15 hit? That's my AC! Fuck! So his hand goes back inside, and this time he does siphon his vitality to heal himself, because he casts Vampiric Touch, which is concentration, which means on each of his turns he can do do it again, because it's concentration, and heal himself some more. So he's going to do 3d6 necrotic damage to you, and heal himself. Okay, I'm not, I won't die this round. Cool, cool. Uh, 12 necrotic damage. Ooh. That's a lot of damage. And he just heals himself a bit by half. Uh, I would like it. I use my stones endurance on that. Uh, does it specify what it has to be? It just says damage dealt to you. That's just the blippy thing, though. I'm gonna pull up the the full thing. Give me one second. Um, roll a d12 and add your con modifier and then mark it off that you've used it for this short rest duration how much did I say the damage was? 12 okay so roll a d10 and add uh, 3 three. which might negate what he heals by uh, so yeah. 5 plus 3 8 8 so you take 8 damage instead and he heals by four. All right. Wouldn't I only take four damage? No. He did 12. You knew. Wait, hold on. Yeah, he did 12. I stones endurance it. But eight. Eight. So you take four damage, yeah. Four damage. Blah! Nice. Wow. Okay. I actually remember to fucking use that. So four damage and he heals by two. Okay. On Dax is turns, he can just doing fucking... That. Holding on to them, like, come on. All right, uh, and all right, that's his turn. All right, Kenna. Cool. As an action, I'm gonna move my moonbeam back on top of him. I need another con save, please. Mm-hmm. Ugh, nineteen. 
All right, that's a success. He takes um, 10 radiant damage, halved to five. Okay. Um, and then as a bonus action, I'm going to cast um, Healing Word on Dax. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say... Do you have to be able to see them? Because um, you won't be able to see them. From okay, uh, no, the, the, the thing's translucent, so you can't see them. Yeah. Um, and I could also like just walk around because yeah. I... Um, so you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just use my full movement to get around to um like over here to see Dax. Um and say Keep it up, Dax, you're doing great and healing word is D four plus four. Uh that's seven um additional hit points to you, Dax. Alright. And that is all for them. Appreciate it, Kenna! Alright. Anything else for for Kenna? That is all. Oh, they took damage. They need to do a con save for concentration check for vampiric touch. Yes, he does. Needs to beat a 10. 8 plus 3. 11. Yep. Ooh. That was close. Uh, End of their turn. Kenna's turn their turn. Uh, Corvex is going to use a legendary action because those recharged to... I'm gonna fucking kill him, I swear to god. Oh, man. Fuck. Uh, he knows who goes after him initially. It was about to go... Blah. I need Dax to make a wisdom save. He does not like you. Bitch, I don't like this fucker either. Six. You take 16 necrotic damage. I. Woohoohoo! Oh boy! That kind of hurt! Uh, and that'll bring us to Druk. Steady aim. Okay. Uh, and firing the crossbow bolt with a silver. Go for bolt. it. Crossbow. Yeah. With yep. A silver bolt. Yep. Okay. That's a twenty-five to hit. That hits. Four. That's 15 piercing silver damage. Okay. Alright. Con save, sorry. He no longer has vampiric touch. Wait, hold on. What's the damage you dealt? 15. He no longer has vampiric touch cast on Dax. That goes away. Okay. That's it for me. That's right. everything. Uh, end of your turn. Legendary action. His last one to Misty Step. Fuck you! <laughs> to... How many times can he do this? It's an at-will ability that he has. He's gonna just go... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 
he's just going to go hug this corner over here. Uh, which means he's in sunlight, just like barely in sunlight. Um, and then Ven is going to hurl a sacred flame. The con that deck save is 14, which is Ven's DC. So succeeds, no damage from that. So Ven's going to send spirit. How far can he send spiritual weapon? I believe it's 30 feet. And it's 20, I think. Oh, I've been moving at 30 feet this entire time. Oops. Ah. I could be wrong. Five, no, it's Go 20, ahead and... 5, okay. 10, 15. Where was it? Where was it? What's this green circle square? Oh, that's Moonbeam, I think. Yeah. Okay. 5, 10, 15. Oh, exactly can get to him within 5 feet with Spiritual Weapon. Okay. Come on, Ven, it's up to you. You can do this. You can't do this. 12 <laughs> to hit. All right. That'll bring us to Coin Harting. I think I think I can get there in thirty. I'm inside a square, and I don't think spiritual weapon counts as anyone. So it does it's not. Just, it's gonna be a roll. It's a standard roll. Yep. Let's okay. Does a fourteen hit? Fourteen does hit. <gasps> okay. He still has hunter's mark on him. He does. All right, and this is, so I'm going to see what the attack is. All right, so I've got this much damage. I've got uh, 15 to start. Yep. Plus two is 17. All right, that'll become eight damage. And then I'm going to use my last spell slot as a smite. Okay. And that's going to be 11 more damage. Coin, how do you want to do this? Uh, I would like to, if I may, mm -hmm. I'd like to yeah. uh, start off by uh, by slashing down and then grab uh, I can't grab him can I no nah, he's incorporeal <laughs> incorporeal yep uh, I would want to slash we're not far from a window actually so I'd like to slash and then like break the window to open it up sure yeah more light onto their body and then so as you do it and you just the window shatters and sunlight pours and they go and they just disappear in the sunlight get the coins into their mouth and then just uppercut them yeah alrighty and that is the end of Corvax <laughs> the Dark Keeper hold on hold on I need to it looks like this lighthouse got its core vaccination. Oh, oh yeah! yeah! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Dang. I'll see myself 
Were you rolling an extra D8 for your smites? Uh, I was rolling two D8. You could you could have been rolling three because I think that thing was undead, uh, right? Or no? Was it? What? We didn't check. I don't know what it is. Is that a thing but... that divine smite happens? Yeah, yeah. It does an extra D8 against undead and fiends. Uh... Double checking. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it too. Oh, it does. It does. Yeah, yeah so... you should have been rolling an extra D8 then. So it does. Yep. There should have been three D8. Well. It's dead. Still, I just rolled. I just two d eight, and they totaled a number of eight extra damage. So, (laughs) but uh, that is the end of Corvax the Dark Keeper. And Dex, you did spot, and sunlight is now pouring in, so you no longer need your lantern lit. The windows, those windows have been fucked. I think believe two windows were shattered. Um, And Dex, you did spot loot under the lighthouse lamp. Well, I suppose. uh... What, should we light this lamp and then get going? How does this... Druk, um, there's actually... Dax is gonna go walk over and try to open the glass yeah, you to the just side. Try it, to you get... slide it to the side, and yeah, you yes. can see the lamp is there. It hasn't been lit in, like, 2,000 years, so the wick is actually kind of, like, decayed and rotted away, so there is no wick. You'd have to find... probably There's probably some, one, some, some stuff... Like, the lighthouse still has, like, storage crates and stuff, you just have to go looking for stuff. But, uh, yeah, you open it up and you can see the compartment underneath where you spotted, like, the glinting of something. Dax is gonna, like, would they have to go down or can they just reach and start passing? It's just like a, you just have to, like, lift like a, like a, something up and you can, like, start reaching down in. Oh, okay, Dax is gonna lift that part up. There's a petrified corpse. Like a 2,000-year-old, like, just absolutely petrified corpse. Oh. Uh, it looks like they were, it was the old, the very the last lighthouse keeper. Coin. And they're lying, or... and there's just a bunch of loot like thrown over their body, and it looks like this is loot that the wraith was keeping when adventurers would come up here, and the wraith was like amassing just loot. We should probably give this person a proper burial. Jax, can they like gently pick up the corpse? Uh, or is it just gonna go? <laughs> you can certainly find out. Dax is gonna try. You pick them up and they just kind of crumble. <laughs> Mummy's curse. <laughs> Fuck that toy. They the corpse the corpse just like crumbles into dust essentially. We are all dust in the wind. The, the dust kind of get the wind kind of blows and the dust kind of just goes out one of the broken windows. <laughs> Spread the air. Be free. But there, yeah, there is some loot down there. You see Dax. a pair of goggles resembling the eyes of an owl. Ooh. A ring made from the dried out entrails of an animal. Hmm. A small container carved into the likeness of a sneezing face with a remo- removable nose. And inside rests a glittering red powder. A potion of greater healing. A total of eight assorted gems worth 50 gold pieces each, and a coin purse containing a total of 17 gold. Dax is going to start uh, handing stuff up, but they're, they're going to put that other ring on. Like the stinky, like the organ ring? Yeah. Okay. They're, uh, they're... Oh. 
How about I identify these things before we start playing with them? Then that is probably a good idea. Okay. Take, take, take the ring off. I'll just, I'm just, I'm just, it, she will, they, they were about to do this. It's just like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, uh, cast, ritually casting identify. Okay, he's gonna ritually start ritually casting identify on all these magic items. And we're just well, Ben's doing that. Can we try to find a wick? Does anybody else's chest hurt real bad? Well, despite that uh, thing following me around, he didn't actually lash out. Um, so, um, here, Druk, let me help. And I'm gonna cast Healing Word on you as well. Alright. Uh, you can find a wick down there too, and like oil and stuff that was stored down there. Um, but, for the sake of time, Sandy, what, how, roll healing, and then we'll do what the Identify says these are. Five healing for Druk. How is everyone else's hell? Uh, Ven did not get hit once. <laughs> did Kenna. He, he was targeting the people that were like hurting him, and then he got like a he got pissed at Druk for breaking windows, and then Dax was his other target. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna use another healing word for Dax. Okay. Yeah. On a scale of one to forty-eight, I'm at a six. Yeah. Yeah. More. And if you anyone. Double- What's, How many? Yeah, what's the healing? Six more to Dex. So yeah, uh, I saw a tweet the other day from Jeremy Crawford uh, regarding if a creature reduces you to max HP and the only way to reduce that is after a long rest. If you revivify a character or bring a character back to life who had their HP max reduced to zero, they come back to life and they die instantly. The only way to fix that reduction, if they've been killed, is a wish spell. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, like so that's, can't it's fix brutal. Because, um, yeah, their HP max is still zero when they get brought back, get brought back to life, so they just... <clears throat> so that would have been bad if that happened. Um, but Ven says, oh, the goggles are called goggles of night. He's like, Dax, you should take these. <laughs> uh, thank you. You do not need to attune to them. Oh, thank fuck. So you can add goggles of night to your character sheet, just because I don't want you to, like, yeah. Be disadvantaged in certain situations. Uh, while wearing these dark lenses, you have dark vision out to a range of 60 feet. If you already have dark vision, wearing the goggles increases its range by 60 feet. So yeah, you wear these goggles. If you want to wear, you can just like put them up here when you're not wearing them, and then just and you have dark vision. Uh, so goggles and night. The ring. You just kind of. Uh, this is called a ring of stench. It does require attunement. While wearing this ring, you can use a bonus action to expend a charge and cast the stinking cloud spell and must center it on yourself. You are immune to the spell's effects when cast through the ring. So you just literally cast it on yourself and you can stand on the sinking cloud and you're totally fine. Uh, the ring has three charges. When you expend all charges, roll a d20. On a one, the ring dissolves into nothingness. Otherwise, the ring re- regains all charges at the next dawn after all the charges have been expended. Does it stink all the time? Stench. Well attuned to the ring, you waft a scent that smells like a mixture of rotting eggs and skunk cabbage. This smell cannot be removed as long as you're attuned to the ring. You have disadvantage on all charisma ability checks while attuned to the ring. <laughs> the only downside, it just makes you really stinky. Yeah. Yeah. Venzik, uh, any takers? I will definitely keep 
enemies off my back. Do you, do you want it, Grog? Uh, it's a perhaps. ring made of dried-out entrails. All right, I will add perhaps it to your... I will hang on to it. Right, I'll add it to your character sheet because it is a homebrew item. Okay. I'll hang on to it. Right, it's, just, <laughs> yes, it's a ring made of dried-out organs, like entrails. Yeah. Uh, how much were the gems worth? Uh, real? There's eight of them, and they're worth 50. I'll post this all in the group chat. Okay. Uh, and they're worth 50 gold pieces each. Um, the dust, the, the the container looks like a sneezing face with a nose. Like you can detach. Takes the nose off. There's like red powder inside. Uh, this is called dust of sneezing and choking. When I use an action to throw a handful of the dust into the air, you and each creature that needs to breathe within 30 feet of you must succeed on a DC 15 con save or become unable to breathe while sneezing uncontrollably. A creature affected in this way is incapacitated and suffocating. As long as it is conscious, a creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on a success. The Lesser Restoration spell can also end the effect on a creature. So basically, if you want, you can just go... And then... Again, you move while you're incapacitated, but once this, once this happens and you fail, you're doing this until you end the effect on a success. You could be sneezing forever until you die from suffocating... <laughs> He's yeah. like, uh, who wants to hold on to this? Or maybe I should. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're probably the best person to keep with that with. Alright. And I will add dust of steaming and choking to Ben's equipment. That's a fun item. Ben's gonna come back and be like, how did I get nah, this? I'm, I'm filling him in on everything. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Oh, he does have the bag of holding. He's gonna put it in the bag of holding. Smart. Just in case, like, it just accidentally, like, open. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gonna... In the middle of the night, so we all start sneezing uncontrollably. And you can, literally, if, like, you can't succeed on the save, you you suffocate to death from not being able to breathe. Just, you sneeze, you die from sneezing. Sneeze <laughs> yourself to death. Yeah, it's brutal. It's, it's a funny item. So, alright. That's all the magic items. Uh, there is also a potion of greater healing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the eight assorted gems were fifty gold each, and uh, seventeen gold pieces. Um, I know we have two greater healing potions already, I believe. I thought one of those was used already. Um, we used one of the regular ones, I think. If it's not I... anybody, if if they're not in anybody's inventory, they've been used. I have I have one. I I have also one of those. All right, great... so... So those are the two. I have one of them as well. Okay. Wait, what? There. I have not used the greater healing potion. I've only used the regular healing potion on someone. And also... Because there was two total... Oh yeah, there's three total that were found. Okay. And then plus this one that you just found. Okay. Um... Who... Does anyone want to hold on to this uh, potion in particular? Or uh, should we put it with uh, in the bag of holding to keep it safe? Or does anyone else want it? It was Dex, safe. Would you, Dex, would you like a second since you're pretty up close with a bunch of folks? Um, maybe Fen should keep it in the bag of holding until I use up this one. It will require an action to take it out of the bag of holding if we are in combat. I do have one on my 
person already. But I could have a second one just in case something happens twice in a row. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea for you to have. Oh, Ben, ben does not have mending. Okay. I have. Uh, Kenna has mending. Oh. Uh, right. Oh. Uh, we should also probably find a way to unblacken these windows and then repair the ones that have been. Oh, we can't repair the ones that have been broken on the glass. <laughs> yeah, it's all like, the way at the bottom. Uh, well, we should be, see about getting this paint off the windows. Press digitation. And Vince is going to spend the rest of the time just press-digitating the windows, getting the paint off. Alright, um... Dax, you get the, um... Greater Potion of Greater Healing. Do we want to try to split up the pouch and the gems? Or just put that all in the bag of holding? Just, as like a, we can just put it, put it in the bag of holding. It makes more sense. We don't have to split it up right now. Okay. I'm making a note for Sam what's in his bag of holding. Eight gems worth fifty gold pieces each. Cool. Are we putting anything else in here? Um, aside from the dust of sneezing, that would be all. Was that so? It's the the dust, the pouch of gold, and the gems. Dax, once everything's out of there, is gonna try to start fiddling and putting the new wick in there. All right. Um, you can figure it out pretty easily. Uh, okay, you both can easily get the wick all set up and get oil on it and light it if you wish. If anybody has a flame source, unless somebody uh, wants to use a spell, just go. Ben has continual flame. He does. Yeah. He that doesn't produce heat. And but you don't produce light. Correct, but I don't think continual flame would be enough to... Let me look at continual flame. He does not have continual flame prepared. <sighs> I think I have a matchbox. I have a tinderbox. Produce, <clears throat> produce, oh, produce flame wouldn't work, because produce flame doesn't light things on fire. Ben's like, I have fire bolt. That might work. Dax is gonna step to the side. Unless you all want to use the tinder boxes. I mean, I have oil, and I've been lighting lanterns a lot. Yeah. Over the course of this, you guys would have found oil down below too. So that in the process of like applying the wick, they would have put oil on it. And there would have been mat. Actually, yeah, there would have been ways to light it up down there. So you would have waste. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. Like smash cut. It <laughs> <laughs> sent those sensible. <laughs> Long matches for lighting a fire. Yes, yeah, not like not like little tiny ones. You have to go like, yeah. No, they got like, the long like ways to do it. <laughs> they would actually this kind of setting. They'd use like torches with like, and then. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can light it. It lights. Vance in the oh, yeah, Vance, Vance too busy to light anything. He's in the process of prestigitating the windows. And for the first time in like two thousand years, because my yeah, to, for the first time in two thousand years, the lighthouse has been lit. So... The beacons have been lit. Gondor calls for aid. And Dax is making sure the glass is back on top properly. Okay. Yeah. And you hear the kobolds shouting outside, like, "They did it! Oh my goodness!" Just kobolds shouting outside. 
You can see the kobolds through like the broken window. They're just like hopping up and down in the grass. The ones, through, who, the ones who aren't with child are hopping up and down in the grass. Through one of the broken windows, Ken is gonna go. We're basically gods and jump out. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you fall 500 feet automatically. So, just a heads up. <laughs> and that's how Ken died. Yeah. Just how Marisha Ray would have wanted. Yep. Um, so yeah, top of the lighthouse. The loot has been taken. Corvax has been destroyed. The kobolds are all down there hopping up and down. Eventually the kobolds find their way up top. You did it! What did he look like? Uh, he looked uh, really scary and uh, smoky. Um, oh. He was like an evil ghost, you know? Um, he was the embodiment of falsehood. Then can you show them with your book magic? Show them what? What did it look like? Oh, uh, I don't have any illusion spells prepared today. Oh. I thought prestidigitation could do that. Uh, there might be limits on it. Yeah. Uh, a small image. Nope, you cannot. Campfire. Oh, nope. okay. Yeah. Actually, you can make a symbol. Uh, he's gonna make a little tiny symbol on the floor of what he looked like. And they're like, oh, his head looks very scary. And now Ben's like, oh, and that's gonna be there for an hour. <laughs> Good job, Ben. Ruined the perfectly broken floor. <laughs> uh, so, if you would allow it, Coin, we would like to stay in the lighthouse and maintain it. It's uh, our home. It's all we've ever known. We don't have anywhere to go. I... It is not... Plus, all of our family is kind of buried in the back. You know, that is uh, what we found, is it not? We found uh, that, there, that the lighthouse was under new management and that they wish to keep the light going. So that is what we found. How do we explain the corpses? Well, we don't need to, because it's just the ships wash it, the ships crap. Yes, yeah. so the problem has, you know, it's, uh, has, there is now going to be light. And uh, what I assume, and I kind of smile towards uh, all of the kobolds, uh, what I assume and hope is going to be generations of light and uh, support of this uh, home that you have, this very sturdy home. Do you mind if I call my child coin? It is a name that I had to give to... I, I was given the name by someone much greater than I. Um, if your child is... You know, the coin, it would work. But, you know, another great name that I have heard... Bahamut. No, no, I was going... I mean, that is obviously the best name. It is a very good name. I was thinking the name Yadalin. It's a very good name. We can call one Yadalin and one coin. It would be an honor for those names to 
continue in the light of Bahamut. <clears throat> All of the four cobalt hug coin. Oh, big old, big old, I get my paws on him. It's good. It's a good hug. All right. We have work to do, I guess. Mm -hmm. How do you maintain a lighthouse? Just keep that lit? Uh, I look to the other people who've probably been around water way more than quite. That, that, that's the gist you of it. Probably only need to keep it lit during the night and storms. Okay, but that makes sense. Um, we have to fix these windows as well. Follow the light in dark times and be the light for those in who need it. Thank you, Coin. You are very welcome. Right. And they all kind of just like sit in front of one of the broken windows and just stare out at the ocean, just happy. For probably like the, yeah, the first time ever, like, hey, this is what this is nice. We will uh, leave you be for the evening. Um, wait, wait, Kenna. How yeah. long? How long does it take to get back to town? About three, three hours. Yeah. Are you, Why don't we just stay here for the night, have a small feast, celebrate with these kobolds? I mean, we'll be getting dark. It's about four. It's about four p.m. right now. Oh, four? I thought yeah. you were saying the sun was setting, so I was like, oh. Well, it's like kind of like in the process, but yeah, it's like oh. four p.m. Well, then subtract everything I said. It didn't happen. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we should. Uh, yeah, let's uh, start making our way back to town. Actually, it'd be more like f five. Because with the conversation with the kobolds, the fight, yada yada, cleaning everything up, looting, figuring things out, more like five o'clock. So e the sun is like low in like the evening sky. So, so like eight, eight thirty, we'd get back. You'd get back about eight o'clock, eight, eight thirty, yeah. Like just after sundown. That's not bad. Uh, in the summer, sundown would be at like nine, nine thirty. Nine. Uh, nearer to the end of autumn, though. It's oh, that's right, it's autumn. So yeah, it would be night at around seven, eight. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we want to get back to town around that fall anyway. All right. Thank you again, everyone. You are the Faust and the. Furriest? The furriest? Because he's... That's that's hair. Faust and the furriest. No, the, the furious. Fury. Thank you. Again. No problem. It was uh, our pleasure and our duty. Bahamut guide your ways. Thank you, everyone. Uh, is gonna leave one of his little canned goods there, just in case, uh, they have trouble, like, 
with food. Okay. Um, yeah. Kenna's gonna leave their last four good berries from the day. Okay. On their table. All right. And as you all make your way out of the lighthouse, the withering of the vegetation is no longer happening. Corn. What did you say we were going to tell the town? That we have installed new landlords for the lighthouse and that uh, from now on that uh, the lighthouse is under new management and they will be uh, making sure that the light is on at night and during storms as we had suggested. Mm. Sounds good. I mean, if they want to probe further, they can uh, uh, find that we have, you know, expunged the uh, previous uh, uh, sickness from the lighthouse. Yes, I figure if we didn't mention that, we might not get paid. But let's go. Let's do it. We're ready to get back. Okay. Yeah, and as you walk out, all the overgrown weeds that are like withering and decaying, that withering and decaying has gone away. The trees that were withering are no longer doing so. They're back to being healthy and vibrant. And you get back to town at like 8.30 p.m. And you get to the Wayfarer's Guild and Brash is in there going, We saw the lighthouse is lit. You must have succeeded. Here is payment. Uh, 110 gold pieces. Thank you very much, Brash. It's a, been a pleasure doing business with the guild yet again. Do we have to send people to maintain the lighthouse? Uh, we have installed it. There will be new uh, landlords in the that have been installed, and they will manage the lighthouse. I will let the Moonweavers know. Did any letters come by while we were gone for the past few hours? Not yet. Thank you. Anything else? Another contract, perhaps? You don't happen to have anything that would be near, near or on Coral Cove at the moment? No. They generally don't make contracts with us. When Kenna said that, Dax, like, stifled a laugh. Very independent on Coral Cove, I see. Where is the inn in town that we could get a couple rooms? Oh, you are... 
looking for the give me a second Uh, we get 22 gold each. Yep. The solitary moon. Near the stables. Much appreciated. Anything else? Um, we will most likely be back in the morning to see if uh, there's anything that catches our eye. All right. Have a good night. You too, Brash. Thank you. Uh, and I guess we head to the stables? No, the inn. All right. Yeah. I have stables. As you all make your way towards a solitary moon, that's where we're going to end the session for the week. We are done. Wunderbar. Uh, wunderbar. 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 Uh, we'll be back there next week with whatever y'all want to do next, I guess. And then tomorrow, new campaign. Good night.